across the UK, online and on DAB. Get an earful of unusual nocturnal emissions with radio's Lord of Misrule, Ian Lee. No relation, thank God. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Listener, to um to start the show with a cheeky bit of spiritualized. I, uh, spiritualized are one of those bands I keep forgetting about, and then every now and then my iPod shuffle will work its magic, and a song will come up, and I go, "Who's this?" And I'll Shazam it, and it will be spiritualized. I go, "Oh, I forget. I really like them. I really like them." And then I forget again a few months later, and, it's, and it, it's, it, it repeats itself ad infinitum. Um, a band I'm not so familiar with, but I've kind of been getting to grips with, a Spacemen 3 uh, over the last, um, well, the last week or so. i tell you why, because I've read this brilliant, brilliant book, and it's genuinely brilliant. You know, I, we, if, if, if the book is crap, I'll tell you a book is crap, and we won't get a guest on. Um, but I saw this book. It got a brilliant review in either Record Collector or maybe it was in Mojo or something. I don't know. And I thought, oh, yeah, I fancy a bit of that. Um, and it's called Playing the Bass with Three Left Hands by Will Carruthers, who was the, uh, the bass player in Spacemen 3 and was the bass player in Spiritualized for a while. And it's got um, a brilliant kind of little tagline on Amazon. I can confirm that should you ever find yourself on stage... Playing the bass guitar with three left hands, it's usually the one in the middle that's the real one. The other two are probably phantoms. Boom. I'm in. Um, it's a cracking book, and it's, um, it's you know, it's slightly different from the um, usual rock and roll biographies and autobiographies I uh, 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 read, mainly because this one's got a whole chapter set in, a, in an abattoir, which is, which is grim. Um, Will's on the line now. Evening, Will. Evening. How you doing, man? You all right? 
Yeah, not so bad. Not so bad yourself. Yeah, good. Thank you very much. I really enjoyed your book a lot. I thought it was it was it was um, it was very funny. Uh, it it was funny and grim in equal measure. I th- you've got to laugh, really, you know, haven't you? I find. <laughs> uh, can we talk about? Can we talk I, I about the abattoir that. scene, the abattoir chapter? Because that was horrible, man. Do you know? I mean, it's one of them. It was one of them points in my life where I have to kind of stop trying to enjoy it and just turn into an observer, really. And there's a little voice on my shoulder, you know, whenever things get peculiar. Yeah. It's like, this will make a great story. (laughs) But you went... The eternal observer that will leave me, that will leave me no peace. What's interesting in in, in this book is, you know, Spacemen 3, kind of a middling-sized band. I'd heard them, but I'm not really, you know, listened to to much of the stuff. Spiritualised, you were there for sort of the beginning, but... Um, it, it's not a rock and roll autobiography full of million dollar deals and cocaine and, you know, it, it, it's, um, it's quite a no, grim, realistic look at being in a, a, a middling sized band. Being in a middling sized band from a middle sized town in the Midlands, really, I think that's what it was. It, yeah, there wasn't as, quite as much, I mean, I suppose when I was 18, like I read all the, all the rock and roll memoirs, you know, I read the Doors books and the Stones books. I suppose part of me kind of hoped for that, do you know, but it, it never really came to pass. So I just ended up carrying bricks in a slaughterhouse. Well, you know? I mean, there wasn't a lot of cocaine in the slaughterhouse, really. You wouldn't there be doing that. There, there weren't many groupies. There weren't many groupies in the cafe, do you know? How, how, how did you get into it? How did you get into Spaceman Three? Because they were kind of up and going, weren't they? When when you you joined in with them. They were. Also, I mean, I'm from Rugby. It's a small town in the Midlands, so we were all friends anyway. And for some unearthly reason, Spaceman 3 sprang from a small market town in the Midlands, which is the most unlikely place for a band like that to come from. So yeah. we were all mates, and we had similar interests. And, uh, yeah, we were all mates, and they just asked me to join. So my third third gig, I mean, I played in a garage punk band, and we were all part of our little scene of peculiar individuals doing our little thing, you know, trying to keep sane in, in the 80s Britain under the onslaught of whatever political crap was going on at the time. And, uh, yeah, they just asked me to join. So my third gig was in Spaceman 3 with my bloody Valentine supporting in London, and I was <laughs> petrified, you know. I just blundered into it, really. It was purely by accident, like the slaughterhouse, like the whole book. And the whole book is just me blundering into peculiar situations. It, it is. You're kind of like the normal wisdom of... Yeah, um, I really, I feel like indie normal rock. wisdom. Indie rock. Spaceman 3, you're... Normal wisdom of psych rock. You're right. You all came from rugby, which is not really what you'd expect yeah. to be a centre of psychedelic music. And yet, um, Spaceman right. 3 had, had, had Pete Kember and Jason Pearson, both incredible, you know, kind of talent, really. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know why. Tell me why, do you know? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe because it's absurd, do you know? Mm. I think I think that might be part of the reason why, because it's unlikely. And it's like it wasn't it certainly wasn't New York in the in the in the, in the late sixties or LA or I don't know. What's in sixties in London. It wasn't t- Carnaby Street. What I get from your book I I I I'm I'm um I don't want to say I'm friends with Andy Partridge from XTC, but I've 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 spent a few hours in his company and he um he still lives in Swindon, which is where XTC came from, and he said um yeah. that there was a lot of jealousy from yeah. all the other people in Swindon, the other bands and the pubs and the venues when when XTC became 
quite big, and Swindon became very jealous of them. And I get that yeah. with, with with you guys in rugby, that rugby yeah. didn't, instead of celebrating, you know, some success, and you did, you know, you played all around the world, instead of celebrating that, they kind of looked at you with suspicious eyes. Which, which is understandable, because, I mean, you know, we were hard to love, and we still are in some ways, you know, we... We were hard to love. We were dealing with a difficult subject matter in some ways and uh, certain taboos, and that didn't serve to endear us to our local newspapers, do you know? Yeah. <laughs> was, there, was there an air of arrogance about you? Because, it's, 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 you know, if you're, you're in your, your late teens, early 20s, and you're having a bit of success, um, mm. it, it's easy to kind of get a bit carried away with that. Were we arrogant? I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't your kind of usual rock star arrogance, I would guess. You know, we weren't like chucking tellies out the window and you know burning burning money or whatever. We just, I don't know, we're arrogant in a way. I think we, I think we had self belief. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was told I, I was told I can only say shit. I'm allowed this shit and nothing further. That, and that's so... that's it. I've done. We got we got the dumb button, Will. We got a special button, okay, Mark Will, it. so we can press it <laughs> when you do something like that. Don't worry, it's fine. Okay, I'll try. I'm trying to be good here. I'm trying to be nice. So, yeah, I think we we believed in what we were doing. So yeah. maybe that could have been perceived as arrogant, but I don't know. Maybe maybe time has proved us right. So maybe that was not arrogant. What's, I don't know. What's really what's interesting? Arrogance? arrogance is arrogating, arrogating some kind, some kind of I don't know strength yeah. yourself that you do not have right and it's a fine well, it's a fine that. line between arrogance and and, and self-belief and and, and self-confidence yeah. you know it's a fine line what i found really interesting in your book bizarrely i'm reading um not bizarrely but i'm reading tony robinson's book you know baldrick and stuff he's, he's coming yeah, on the show on yeah. monday and his book's brilliant and he talks a lot about his drug use in the 60s oh, really? and the 70s. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. The, like, the second <laughs> chapter, he goes tripping in Nigeria. It's, it's, it's really weird. What? I, I know. <laughs> and he was a massive stoner in the 70s. But um, what I really enjoyed in your book, and I'm someone that's you know, has, has a, a, a past relationship with drugs and alcohol, but um, is you yeah. talk about drugs and you talk about you know, ecstasy and, and using heroin and stuff like that. But you're yeah. quite, particularly with the bit about the herring, you're quite quick to downplay it and say, look, th- th- if you think this sounds glamorous, it wasn't. It was horrible. Yeah. I mean, there's, I think there's many people with habits that would tell you that they're happy to have a habit. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and it was really difficult to talk about that stuff, to be honest. But to, to write a book about that band, certainly about Spaceman 3, were very... We were very vocal in the songs and in the press about about the drug use that that we were involved in at the time. So to write a book and avoid those taboo subjects mm. just seemed like it would have been absurd. So I kind of I met it head on really, and I wrote it in Zagreb. I wrote the book in Zagreb, and the, and the woman I was staying with had been a junkie, and there was a lot of junkies in Zagreb. Went through. Will the stop it! I yeah, know. Sorry, sorry. I mean, you just. <laughs> I know. So I went through the roof. So yeah. I was talking to her about about that. Yeah. At the same time as I was writing the book, and it just seemed to avoid it would have been a little bit cowardly on my part. But I really didn't want to talk about it. There's a bit in the book, and I'm like, I really wish I, I didn't have to talk about this stuff because it's awful to talk about. 
Why? It's such, a, it's such a taboo subject that it's it's almost impossible to have a dialogue about it. And I think that's one of the reasons why yeah. it, it's become such a problem, do you know? And certainly in Britain, I mean, drug use, you know, drug use is a but huge But this is why I th- this is why I was so, it, partly why I was so impressed with your book, because I, I read all the same books as you. I read The, the Doors, No One Here Gets Out Alive, the Keith Moon that's books, great. the Sid Barrett, it's, it's a great book. But, um, yeah. but, and as a 15, 16, 17 year old, I'm reading all this stuff and thinking, whoa, that all sounds awesome. Taking loads of drugs, <laughs> ignoring the fact that they died in their baths or went nuts. But I'm reading yeah. it going, oh, yeah, that sounds brilliant. And, um, you know, drugs are fun. Of course, drugs are fun. That's why people do drugs, because they're fun. But for a lot of people, yeah. that fun doesn't last very, very long and it becomes miserable. And I just thought it was really interesting. The way that you captured, kind of the the misery, the misery and the rep- the repetitive boredom of it as well. Hey, I mean, being a junkie is probably the most boring thing in the world. Yeah, like, you know the, the the realities of. I mean, what did Nico? I mean, Nico was a famous junkie. She was just like, well, you know, at least it gives me something to do. Yeah, yeah. Do you know? Because it, it gives me. A, it was funny though. I, I bet. I met John Cooper Clark, you know, I'm, I'm name-dropping now. There's not much name-dropping in the book, but I met John Cooper Clark, yes. you know, John Cooper Clark, the poet. And I met him, and I was having a chat with him backstage, and he, he was briefly, uh, briefly romantically engaged. Yeah, she Nico. moved to a council estate in Manchester, in didn't Manchester, she? Nico yeah, from the Velvet just, Underground. Where they were just doing loads of, loads of smack. Yeah. Two of them doing loads of smack. But I, 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 I'm trying to imagine Nico in a domestic situation, <laughs> you know, she's kind of this Teutonic goddess type. Yeah. So I said to him, I said, John, I was like, you're just going out with Nico for a bit. I was like, I find it really hard to imagine her uh, popping out to the shops for a pint of milk or, whip it, or whipping the hoof around. <laughs> and and he, he started laughing. He was like, Nico, he said, she's a tidy lass-like, but no domestic goddess. <laughs> <laughs> which, I thought was, which I thought was quite funny, do you know. I mean, you, and yet again, you have got to get the laughs out of this grimness, and it's yeah. and it's like even the slaughterhouse. I think even I even get a few laughs out of the slaughterhouse. Oh yeah, here, yeah. You know? it's, a- it's funny because pe- people focus on the drugs in that book, but really the most dangerous thing I did in them job in that book was the jobs. Yeah, like, like I was working in the in the sheet metal factory in Birmingham. Oh know? god, it's that like, bit's it's horrible. There, as people well. are taking their fingers off on a machine. Yeah, you know? and it's it's funny how people follow the ladder. <laughs> You know, it might 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 be just as yeah. dangerous as banging speedballs. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? no, but you're absolutely right. Yeah, has been very important, and the other things like a bit of fun. Yeah, and that's really interesting. No, you're right. You're you're right. The the the, the grim chapter where you're working in that sheet metal factory, and 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 the lad you're mm. working with, does he cut? Actually, mm. I think he cuts off a finger, and he sort of laughs for a bit. Two fingers, yeah, he looked at me and I was six, I was, I've just turned 17, I think. Yeah. I've seen him chop his fingers off on that machine. And he was so much in shock. You know, his, his two fingers were laying on the machine and he looked up at me and I laughed, you know. Yeah. So, it's all dangerous. Life's dangerous, isn't it? You know. It I mean, is. What, do we want a life of complete safety? You know, is uh, that, is that, is that what we're aiming for here? Well, you know? I do know what, sometimes I think, I think it would, it would be a little bit nicer, but, um, I don't See, know. What kind of safety do you want, Ian? <laughs> I want to be. I want to be safe, Will. I don't want to do get want damaged. Come around and wrap you in a big duvet and gaffer tape you. Well, that's gaffer a... tape a big duvet round. I'm going to suffocate if you do that. I'm, pr- I'm probably going to asphyxiate myself. You know, which we don't want to do that. <laughs> um, it is. No, it... Mate, this is safety. This is 
safely. We're going to do it safely. Safety first. Wrap you in a big duvet, give you a nice breathing hole, and then we're going to feed the dogs. Thank you, Will. That would be delightful, well, yes. Doesn't, doesn't um, there's, um, it, 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 what I, what I uh, enjoyed, enjoyed, I'm, I'm enjoying the misery of your life, but <laughs> where um, you, you get your, um, which, which feels terrible, <laughs> where you get your um, your royalty check, you, you, your first what you think is going to be your big royalty check, and you're, you know, oh, you're in debt, and you've got, you've, you yeah. know, you're, you're waiting for this to kind of bail you out, and um, it was a bit yeah. disappointing. It, yeah, a bit disappointing is, is yeah, is putting it. I mean, it was it was funny. Looking back, it mm. took me twenty five years to find it funny. Some things take a really long time to yeah. be able to laugh about. Yeah, but naught pounds, naught pence was was slightly less than I was than I was hoping for. It wasn't going to pay for me guitar shaped swimming pool, <laughs> but you know there weren't any guitar shaped swimming pools in rugby anyway. So no. you know. It would have been absurd to have one. And, and, and one thing I, I, I want to ask you, because I'm always fascinated um, by when bands kind of split up or when, you know, the, the personnel in bands leave. Mm. And you were in a really odd position in that you, you, you'd, mm. left, you'd left Spaceman 3 with, with, with Jason to go off and be mm. part of Spiritualized. And you're living next door to Jason, Jason Pierce. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so you go around his house and rehearse, and then you made the decision that you were going to leave the band. And that chapter... Yeah. Where you're in your flat and they're having the first <laughs> rehearsal with the new bass player and you can hear everything. I found that, I just found that such a, a, a tough read. It was awful. Why did you put yourself through that? Well, I was living next door to What was I going to do? Move out? As well. I thought, you I, know, I go on. I don't know. It just, it just happened. Mm. You know, I was living, we used to, because we used to rehearse. Me and Jason used to live next door to each other. Yeah. So, and we used to rehearse in his apartment, and then when I left, I still continued to live in the apartment next to him. So when he, they got a new bass player in, they came around and said, you know, we're going to rehearse, and I was stupid enough to sit there and listen and think it would be all right, you know. And it, it was so torture. Actually, hey? It was torture. Well, it, was a, it, was a, it was a peculiar experience, especially as I ended up down casualty. <laughs> I've never known anybody had an allergic reaction. I actually had an allergic reaction to listening to the band I was in. Well, that's a weird one, isn't it? I it, don't know the medical information. Um, you still doing music now, Will? Do you know what, Ian? Uh, my ears are a bit shot, mate. I've I've kind of I've kind of damaged my ears after thirty years of right. uh, thirty years of sound checks and and and. <laughs> And small gigs. Mm. I was out with uh, an Icelandic band. I was in an Icelandic band called Dead Skeletons for a while. Mm. And I was touring with Spectrum as well. That was like two, three years ago. And I did both of them bands back to back. And it kind of blew my <laughs> long-suffering ears out. Oh, really? But now I've had to, yeah, I've had to take a little bit of a backseat. So now I'm a writer. Do you know? It's quieter. It's much good tip, tip, tip. I just have to get out of bed, you know, walk over to the desk. What do I think today? What funny things can I say today? Um, so you work, but, you know, are yeah. you working? Are you working on a, a follow up to this? Uh, book wise, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to, you know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to uh, find the space to write another one. Uh, this is my, this is actually my third book. I had a book of poetry. Oh my god, I'm a poet. Isn't oh my, the worst I thing? didn't realise we had the worst a thing. You want to hear from somebody in a band, right? <laughs> who's like, oh my god, he's a, he, he thinks he's a poet and he's the bass player and he thinks he's a poet. So I tried to keep that one quiet. Well, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm a bass player as well, so this is this is this is why I identify with you because I, I I I'm not anywhere as skilled as you, but I I play play a little bit of bass, so I know what it's like to be the fourth member of the band. To be the invisible 
member of the band. Yeah. We, we lurk silently in the background. Waiting how tall, how tall are you, Will? Uh, eight? Uh, six foot. Oh, okay, I'm six three. Because cause tall, b- bass players, normally, they're very tall and yeah. lanky. Yeah. That's, that's, that? Well, I don't know. That just seems to be the thing I've noticed, is that they generally tend to be... You, I can't think of what... You try and think of one short bass player. That's a good point, actually. We're normally like the one. enforcers of the band, don't we? We're yeah. like the muscle. Yeah. The We're the muscle. The muscle. <laughs> uh, well, listen, I, I really enjoyed the book. No, Matt, Catherine's saying Mac, Mac is about six foot... Five, isn't he? No, I don't know how tall Macker is. He probably he shrunk now. He's in his seventies. You get smaller. Um, Will, I, I, re- I really enjoyed the book. It, playing the bass with three left hands. I'm going to tweet the link again uh, by Will Carruthers. It's um, it's a nice antidote. I've just I've just been sent the um, Robbie Robertson autobiography from the band, and I'm going to enjoy that. But I, you know, it, I imagine that is going to be fueled by cocaine and million dollar deals. And it was just really interesting. Um, yeah. to, to, to kind of read the other end of it, you know, and um, you, you write with such honesty and such wit. It, I, I was I was chuckling and, and, and then cursing in the next page, you know. It's it, it's a beautifully written book, so, so thanks for sharing it with us, Will. Ian, the best thing that anybody said to me about the book, I met, this, I met this woman and she said, I was reading your book and I was nearly sick in my own bathwater. <laughs> which, which was the nicest thing that anybody said to me. And I was like, and, but she was laughing about it. Yeah. We could laugh about the fact that she was nearly sick in her own bathwater. Honestly, so, you know, that you abattoir, were, that abattoir chapter is just so unpleasant. It really is. And you were a vegetarian as well when you were working there. I was vegetarian. Yeah. Oh, man alive. Well, <laughs> nice to talk to you. And you hold, you hold the record for the most times I've had to push the dump button in an interview. <laughs> <laughs> so take that. Thank you, mate. I appreciate that. Will Carruthers, uh, playing the bass with three left hands. Uh, Will Carruthers, I'll, t- I'll tweet the link. It, it, it's such a funny book. And it's, you know, he's it, 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 not making any money from being in these, these kind of fairly successful bands. And he's having to sign on and do these awful jobs. And at one point, he lives under a hedge. And I think we used the dump button for, was it three or four times there? <laughs> Something like that. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. I forgot to do this yesterday. We're giving away. Dead rock stars this evening and dead actors. Who do you want? Roll up, roll up, because they'll all be gone soon. 0344 499 1000. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh, are we streaming on the Facebook page? What? I don't. Ah! I don't know. What the Facebook page addresses. Catherine's going to type it on my screen. It's facebook.com slash talk radio UK. Um, and we're, we're trying to stream uh, the video on there. And just, just, yeah, just to break it up a little bit. Just a little, you know, try something a little bit different, you know. 0344 499 1000 is the terif- telephone number, the terrible number. If you don't call in, we'll stop the stream. There we go. How's about them apples? Um, so tonight, we're giving away. I meant to do this yesterday, and I completely, completely forgot. We are giving you the chance to own your very own dead rock star and dead movie star. Um, and you get to own that person forever. For example, if you decided to own 
Marilyn Monroe, dead movie star, every time they showed a Marilyn Monroe movie on the TV, you could rightfully phone up ITV and say, you're showing a movie starring uh, Marilyn Monroe. I own her, um, so I'd like 50 pence, please. Now, how far you get with that, I don't know. They may pay you outright. You might have to take them to court. But you would own Marilyn Monroe, if that's who you chose. Here's a startling confession, dear listener. 0344 499 I've never seen a Marilyn Monroe film. I've seen a bit of one where they're on a ship. Lots of films in the 50s were set on ships, weren't they? Lots of them seem to be on ships, generally with stowaways. There were a lot of a lot of um, movie stars stowing away on ships. Um, the Marx Brothers, at least some of the Marx Brothers, not Zeppo, he wouldn't, he's too square. But the other three, wasn't there a fifth Marx Brother? Wasn't there? So, I like the Marx Brothers. So you've got Zeppo, was the um, one that pretended to be Italian. They were actual brothers as well. They were all proper brothers. This is the thing. So there was Zeppo, who's the one that played the piano, and then, ding, did that. There was Harpo, hang, hang. And there was Groucho. And boy, it took me years to realise his moustache is drawn on. His moustache is drawn on. Um... And there was Zeppo, who was the boring one. Wasn't there a fifth? Mark's brother. I'm pretty sure there was. I like the Marx Brothers, um, but some of their films are really ropey. You've got to choose the middle ones. The early ones and the later ones are pony. There's a great scene. You know, here... Okay, let's talk Marx Brothers while we're at it. And, of course, they're all up for grabs. They're all dead. What the Marx Brothers used to do, when you watch the Marx Brothers films, there's really long gaps of just big silent bits in the film. Even the talkies, there'll be big bits where there's no words uh, and no speaking. Uh, do you know why? What they used to do, and this is brilliant, is they would um, rehearse the show, the films, as plays, and they would take them out on tour and someone would sit in the wings with a stopwatch and time the laughter. And they once they got into a nice tight show, they'd time the laughter and go, right, that bit where um, you're doing the, the brilliant, absolutely brilliant scene. Have you seen the scene where it's them um, doing a mirror thing? Oh, it's so clever. So clever. Um, one of them's... They don't, they're pretending a doorway is a mirror and they're copying each other. It's so, and it goes on for ages and it's brilliant. But there'd be someone there with a stopwatch timing it going, right, well, that bit got, got, a, got a 12 second laugh. So don't you hold that for 12 seconds. Now, this bit, this bit, this bit surprisingly got a 30 second laugh. So before you come in with that line, hold it for 30 seconds. And that's why there's these huge, long pauses on Marx Brothers films. Now, if you watch it at home, it doesn't really make sense and it kind of dates them and makes them a bit uncomfortable. But if you're watching it in a cinema with 400 other people who are all laughing, it fits. And it's almost like they're in the cinema with you and they turn to the camera and they turn back. It's all timed. It's all meticulously controlled. Um, So where are we so far? We're 30 minutes into the show. We're giving away dead rock stars. We're giving away dead uh, movie stars. um, And we're asking, was there a fifth Marx brother? That's what we've got so far, guys. Um, 
you can, of course, as per usual, call in about absolutely anything you want. God damn it. Happy, sad, up, down. Um, oh, I had a brilliant song. You know, I'm going to the gym now. So I'm kind of getting up to date with pop music again because they keep playing pop music. I've, I've signed up for two classes tomorrow. I might cancel one. I've got to be up early because it's the first nativity, the first Christmas show of two that I've got. And then I've signed up for um, Fatburn class with Haroon at one o'clock, half an hour. I don't want to be beat. I felt beaten in the last class. So I need to I need to keep going back and facing that demon. And I've also signed up for a spin class at five o'clock. Now, they still haven't got any showers there. The showers are broken until Monday. So that would mean going to the thing, going home, having a shower. So I'm not, I'm not convinced. Anyway, um, I'm really up to date with all the pop music now. 0344 499 1000. We call you back. And um, there was, a, oh, there was a really funny pop song. It was the lamest lyric. Well, it was something like, and I sing these songs to you guys, hoping that you'll fill in the blanks. No one's told me what the, um, um, Give it, what was that? Give it a go, give it a go. No, I'm singing, um, I'm singing Blankety Blank, aren't it? It's the Blankety Blank tune. Give it a go, give it a go, give it a go, give it a go. There was a song with the girl singing on the first, the first choice holiday song where they're singing, um, there's no, that's not it. Oh man, my head. 03444991000, if you have a clue what I'm talking about. But then this is, this is one with this, this guy singing. And he's singing, um, I like it when you get up. I like it when you, no, I like it when you speed up. I like it when you slow down. I like it when you get up. I like it when you spin around. Something like that. It's the lamest. Oh, some people might consider it poetry. I don't know. Richard! Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 Richard. I'm, I'm uh, wittering on to myself far too much. What have you got for us? Uh, I'd like to know more about how this dead rock star thing works. Um, would I be able to approve and deny all sync requests for this rock star? Yeah, of course. It's like you own them. It's like you've Brilliant. got power of... If, I don't know if... Imagine... Is your, are your parents still around, Richard? Uh, they are, yeah. Okay, right. Imagine... I'm, I'm hoping they're well and healthy, yeah? Uh, ish. Okay, I'm already regretting starting this conversation. But <laughs> imagine if, for whatever reason, you had to take power of attorney over your mum's accounts, right, and everything. It means you can make because I've got power of attorney over my mum, and I means I can make all the decisions for her. You know how she spends her money, all of this yeah. stuff, right? Um, and of course, I do not um, abuse that position in the slightest. Um, although I am going on a wonderful Caribbean cruise in a few weeks, um, it's like having power of attorney over over a dead rock star. Brilliant, and I'd like it, and I'd like to abuse it. Oh, you, uh, uh, I, I don't condone the abuse, Richard, but I, can't, I certainly can't stop it. Well, when you hear what it is, I think you might. Um, oh. I'd like to claim uh, Freddie Mercury. Oh, God. Um, and I'm going to approve every tacky advert, uh, every <laughs> awful bit of merchandise. Um, just the wine cream thumbs up. <laughs> what would be... Um, I like your wicked style, Richard. What would be your first... Um, what would be the first product you'd license Freddie Mercury for? I'd really be going for uh, sort of quantity over any sort of beautiful. Quantity. I mean, literally yeah. car washes, yeah. cleaning products. Well, that's already been done. But 
Okay, you have to, and here's the here's the only rule: you have to take a film star as well. Um, because at some point in the future, possibly on the New Year's Eve show I'm hosting, um, which is, I'm not sure of the exact date, it's sometime at the end of December. Um, that's a gag, folks. Uh, we will, we might be playing poker, um, at, with, and the rock star will be your first hand, and the movie star will be your second hand. So, I don't know how you play poker. It makes no sense. Um, okay, I'll take Adam Sunder, just because I imagine he's going to be still be making like three films he's, a year for the rest of his life. He's not dead, mate. They've got to be dead. Oh, yeah, so I forgot about the dead bit. Flipping heck, Richard. It's, the, it's, it's dead rock stars and dead movie stars. <laughs> um, I can't really think of any dead movie stars or stuff about it, no. I only really want to do it with no Queen fans. Yeah, well, you, why do you hate Queen fans so much? Uh, because they bang on about it being real music and everyone knows Queen's an awful, awful band. Yeah, they are. Well, um, if you can't choose um, a dead movie star, I'll have to give you one, and um, you, you'll get a weak one. Uh, your dead movie star is Norman Wisdom. I'm okay with that. You are, are you ca- okay with that? Bizarrely popular in some other countries. He's um he's huge in Albania. Yeah, that's it. In the same way that Jerry Lewis is massive in Fra- in France. And Jimmy requires massive in Serbia. <laughs> is, Jim- is he? Yeah, I went to a festival in Serbia and he was playing, and he was like headlining, and I was like, that's a bit strange. And then um, we got there on the day he was playing, and, like, everyone in the town was wearing Jamiroquai masks, and, like, the only thing they speak to you about was Jamiroquai. A Jamiroquai mask? Yeah, they, like, they were all, like, printed, like, paper masks and stuff, for, like, and they were all, like, dressed as Jamiroquai, and they were just really excited that Jamiroquai was Does playing. he still wear was, the... only a few years ago. Does he still wear, wear the uh, horny hat? Uh, I don't know, I was elsewhere when he was playing. Because I remember he used to sing that there was an emergency on planet Earth. And boy, oh boy, is it, was he ever right. He was, he was weird, Jamiro. He's, he's tiny, isn't he? He's like four foot eleven or something. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's, um, he, he, I think he uses a lot of uh, like funny camera angles in his videos to yeah. hide it. But. Oh, he did that brilliant video where the whole room was moving around him. And he's just like there, oh, yeah, body popping and stuff. Body popping. Oh, yeah, well, it? it looks like the floor's moving, doesn't it? But it's actually him. So the fact everyone knows about music videos. No, hang on a minute. It looks like the floor's moving, but it's... No, it's not him moving, isn't it? It is the, it's the walls on him moving. But the walls are on wheels. No, he's... No, the... He's not... I thought... I thought he wasn't moving. I thought he was stationary. No, the floor's moving. No, the, the walls are moving. It looks like the floor's moving. That's the whole trick. No, it looks like the walls are moving. That's the trick, isn't it? No, it's the other way around. It looks like sort of like a like a conveyor belt floor, and he's like, but putting walls around on wheels. Completely misunderstood the Jamiroquai pop video. But then, if the walls are moving, he doesn't move, doesn't he? He just stays there. Well, he has to. The walls would bump into him, wouldn't they? Well, no, because they move forwards and backwards, don't they? Kind of pulsate. I think I think the, like what's meant to be impressive about it is like he's dancing to look like, and it looks like he's stationary. Well, like maybe he, the walls he don't crush into him. I can't remember. I haven't seen this well, video in years. The, the one thing sure we can right. agree on, Richard, is that in that Jamiroquai video, the walls do not crash into him. We can agree on that, can't <laughs> <Yes>. we? <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Thank you, um, Richard. Go, uh, go on. What are you going to say? I don't know. I'm willing to leave it at that. All right. Brilliant. Thank you, Richard. Uh, what, what an excellent uh, first call. So the one thing we know about the Jamiroquai video is. Uh, the walls do not crash into him. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you, you you've got to choose a rock star and um, a movie star, they've got to be dead. Richard didn't seem to understand that very simple concept. 
Um, I'm going to write these down. I will type these up and put them on uh, my Facebook page because I do think we might use this on um, uh, the New Year's Eve show. I don't know the exact date. And uh, we might play um, Dead Celebrity Poker using using these, these, these things or something like that. Or maybe not. I don't know. Uh, what else are we talking about? Was there a fifth Marx brother? Um, yeah, you know. That. 0344 499 1000. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Night Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Right, let's just indulge me. Not quite a video. How did we do that? Do you know how many times I've been asked that question? was probably the only pop act I've ever done. I had a stupid idea of exactly the same idea, but basically the set was going to be built on hydraulics and like um, everything in the, in the set was going to be able to move independently of everything else. The production designer came back with an estimate of, um, figure for the build of that of like £280,000, which is like ridiculous. I can't remember the whole video was in the end, but it was like 150 or something. So we couldn't do that. And... Um, we were days away from filming, I can't remember, it all happened really quickly. Because I had this little card model and we were shuffling it around. It was one of the guys on the production team. And he said, why don't we just not move the floor? Why don't we just like, move the thing, you know? And I remember people went, oh yeah, great, stupid idea. But it wasn't a stupid idea at all. Okay, so they moved the thing and they kept the floor still. All right, we've got that. That's how they did it. Thanks, uh, thanks for that, Christian. Hello, oh no, that wasn't you. Christian! Hello, Ian. Hello, Christian. You right? How many songs do you know? Let's play. Okay, let's, I'm, I'm feeling. Um, I'm feeling lucky. Let's play Christian song poker. How many songs can you name with um, the word Christian in, and they can't be religious songs? <laughs> mm. um... I'm going to go with. There aren't any. Two. Um. Yeah, I'll, you can have that. Really? I can't think of a single one. It's your name? Yeah, I know. And you... you I, never, I never sing songs. Do you, do you sing songs containing Ian? Yes, I do. Or, I do. do. Yes, yeah. I do, and I'd like to okay. sing one of them to you now. <laughs> Thanks. It's... But, hang on, let me find it. Let me find it. This, and it, you've never heard this song, and this is... A great song. Um, let's have the Glen Campbell version. Let's have. Uh, here we go. Listen, listen to this. This. Listen to this. Listen to this. Here we go. <clears throat> oh, it's an advert. <sighs> Hang on. Here we go. Have a listen to this. Listen to this. Yeah. Mm. Christian, no, 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 Christian, no. There's one. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to look these up, obviously. Yep. And and that's the only one I know. So actually, <laughs> actually, you won the game. I bust. Okay. I bust. I said I had two. I couldn't think of a second one. I was hoping you'd come in with three, and I'd say play it. Um, uh, but you, you 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 didn't. You you're a you're a sly old dog when it comes to well, Christian yeah. song poker. I can honestly say that was my tactic. Now. Yeah, you can do, Christian. What have you got for us, boss? Um, I called in when you said dead rock stars, and I called. I thought I've got to call in before anybody else claims Prince, just because I'm a massive fan. Oh, basically. beautiful! So you're not, 
Uh, I'm jotting these down. These will go on my Facebook page at some point later on, and, and this is legally binding now, Christian. What will you do to respect and promote the uh, legacy left by the pint-sized purple pervert prince? Well, every time you say, you describe him as things like that, I'll yeah. call up and say that's, you know, that's a bit rude and you can't really... Fair play. No, I like it. <laughs> it's like you're, um, it's like you're an, old, an old Italian woman sweeping the grave of her husband who died at 23 and she's not been able to marry again. That's what that's like. Um, in, in real life, of course, there is a massive, like, loads of people are, like, claiming all the money and who's uh-huh. getting this and who's, it's all a bit horrible at the moment, so... Uh... It's yours. Well, yeah, I mean, now it's yeah, it mine, so that's all that problem has all been sorted out. It's, so all, it's all been sorted <laughs> It is getting horrible, isn't it? And has, has yeah. that been sorted yet? No, no, it's still ongoing, and there's people claiming they're illegitimate, long-lost sons and all sorts. It's I bet he did have a few, though, scattered <laughs> around. I bet he did. You, right. you can't put it away that often without having a few mistakes or yeah. things splitting or, you know, <laughs> you, can't, you can't. You cannot. Mm. Um... Okay, so you got Prince. You've got to claim a movie star as well. Yeah, I didn't know that yep. when I first called, yep. but now I've had a couple of minutes. I'm gonna go Marlon Brando. Oh, mate! Yeah, that is not a, a bad double. Is that it? That is not a bad double. Marlon Brando and Prince sitting in a tree. K i s s i n g. Okay. Um, yeah, but th- th- that is a that is a very strong hand. When the, I mean, Prince up against Freddie Mercury, it would be tough. But then well, when Richard, if Richard would then play his Norman Wisdom and you play your Marlon Brando, I, th- yeah. I think you'd probably you'd probably have that hand. I think I'm all right there. Christian, thank you, mate. No problem. Cheers. Bye bye. Um, if you know any songs that have the word Christian in, um, that aren't holy, um, then please um, please do tell someone. Um, George! Let's try again. Um, George! Hello! Oh. Can you hear me? Oh my god, my phone's gone all haywire. What the hell is going on with your phone? Is it your phone or is it your head? Oh, it's like I'm talking through a jellyfish. Hang on a second, let me, let me find, sometimes I switch, if I put you there, is that any better? Oh, gosh, no. Uh, no, it's not. Oh, how embarrassing. I'm so sorry I've spoilt your radio. You have, actually, up. yeah. No, you, you, you have... I'll be honest, George, you have spoilt the radio, yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. I... Uh, uh, oh, wait, oh, no. Right, I'm standing up. Can you hear me okay? Pardon? Can you, you can hear me okay, yeah? Huh? No, you can't, can you? This is a jet. Oh, Lord. I've ended up at the receiving end of a bad... Well, um, if you can hear me and you haven't hung up, then <laughs> it seems like... Call him back. <laughs> Call him back. 0344 499 1000. Who, who thought that... We, who'd ever thought that we could have fun on a late-night phone-in show, huh? LBC, are you listening? No, you're not. You're talking about bloody Brexit again. You muppets. Stop talking about Brexit. It's boring. It's boring. 
George is back. George. I'm so sorry. I really didn't mean to do that. It you've, was all going wrong. Was, you've called uh, in about Brexit, George. What, 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 what do you think about um, Dave Davis from the Kinks saying that we might actually end up paying money into the European Union? It kind of goes against what a lot of people voted for. I know you're a Brexiteer, George. How do you feel about that? Oh, well, uh, you know what? Um, uh, it doesn't bother me in the slightest, really. Oh. I, I'm All the money I earn... You know, I feel like I don't really earn it. You know, I may as well spend it, eh? Get it out there, goes to Europe, goes to America, goes to Russia, China. Huh? Hey, why not? Let them enjoy it. Everyone, um, I, I, I was listening to, I was flicking, I was listening to quite a bit of Paul Ross today. He was, he was good. He had, um, he had, um, um, not Dr. David Kelly, uh, Matthew Kelly. That was it. He had Matthew Kelly on. Oh, yeah. Today, I remember um, him. Yeah, he was good, Matthew Kelly. And um, we yeah, were going to get him beard. on the show. Beard. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't. I don't think he has the beard now. He's not had the beard for a long time. He's good, Matthew Kelly. But then oh. I flicked over when the adverts came on. Um, mm-hmm. I flicked over to listen to somebody else on another station, and they were, um, you know, that the, the five pound note has got meat byproducts in. Uh huh. Right, and you, you, George, you're a sensitive soul. You could understand how some people could be offended by that. Um, I'm also a historian, and it has all sorts... Uh, you know they say history repeats itself. History uh, repeats itself. Have you ever heard of the Indian mutiny? When the, um, uh, Britain turned up in India, uh, obviously we colonised it, and then we had all these Indian troops in the army, and we had... Um, uh, the rumour went round that the bullets that, uh, in the old days, you have to bite the top of the cartridge off, you'd sort of pull the powder down, spit the bullet in, and they would say that the bullet casings had um, pork products in, or uh, or it was greased with with pork, Uh, and that wasn't true. Uh, And that was, um, and that was, that sort of caught, or one of the indicating factors of the Indian mutiny. And uh, I've heard today that there are pork products in the banknotes. I've also heard there aren't. That's what the, uh, I think the, um, yeah, the Scottish... Anyway, the host, I've got no idea what you're talking about. The host was getting really angry with people who were upset that there was meat products in there and he told everyone to yeah. grow up, but some people don't like meat No, but products. Also, I think the last thing you need to worry about is what's in the note compared to what the hell was the last thing in the person's yeah. hand that gave you that note. Oh, God. Mm. Um, I'm uh, just... They always say, you know, it's like if you have a peanut out of a bowl in a bar, it's Covered in 99% pieces. something else, isn't it? Um, but actually, I've right. generally phoned up with a reason. Can I, I, can I, George, just stay there for a second. Okay. Um, Catherine, can we get Christian back on the line? The guy that owns Marlon Brando and Prince. I need to have a word with him because some information, some information, George, mm-hmm. has made its way to me. <gasps> um, and you, you won't, will not believe... What several people have just told me on Twitter... Oh, my Lord. ...about Christian. Hang on a second. You can you, you stay there, George. You can chip into this, because we're going to destroy him now. Christian! Yeah. Buddy! Prince oh. Prince fan, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And we were playing um, Christian poker, yeah? Uh, yeah. What are the rules of Christian poker? Oh, for goodness sake. I've just thought of a song. You mean the Prince song? <laughs> Annie yeah. Christian? There's a Prince song... That's got Christian! <laughs> this is Prince! You're alright? It's Prince singing Annie Christian! I know. 
Oh man! I tell you, no, no, no! I tell you what we're gonna do. Don't worry. You're gonna keep. You're gonna keep Prince. Thanks. Yeah, you're gonna. You're gonna keep Prince, but we're gonna um um give you what's a rubbish dead film star, George? That we can. We we're gonna take Marlon Brando Brando away, oh, no. and we're gonna give him a rubbish film star, George. Can you think of any? Oh, uh, um, no. Um, dead. Prince wasn't very good in films, and he's dead, but he was a film star. Hey, I'll tell you what. There we go. Yeah, we got the double whammy. You got two princes. All right. You're, Christian, you got two princes. Fair enough. And that'll teach you to um, <laughs> come on here claiming to be someone's biggest fan, and then not knowing they sang a song that had the word Christian in the title when we're playing Christian poker. I was under pressure. Thank you very much indeed. Queen. George. Hi. What did you call him for? Um, I, uh, I've got a friend, oh, still, would you believe, oh. uh, and he used to go out with a girl whose father was the man who got the MTV Music Award for, I think it was directing, or being, he was some way involved in, like, the visual direction or something for, oh. um, that music video where Jamiroquai with oh. his hat on was all grooving about on the floor. Oh, we, well, I've just yeah. played an audio clip of that, of, of, of a gentleman. What, what, so hang on a minute. Give me the, how, how did you, how did you know, you, how do you know Jamiroquai? Because I have a friend. Yes. Who was going out with a girl. Friend. Whose girl. dad. dad. Di- directed the video. Okie dokie. Friend. And so, Girl. Uh, it, it's, I'm, I counted that on my own fingers and thumbs, and yeah. that's about 14 links away. But I oh, remember to, so going you're... into the loo, the downstairs loo in his house, Uh-oh. and that bloody statue, you know, the astronaut with the MTV flag was there. Oh, yes! Yeah. I want my MTV. I picked it up. I've held an MTV Music Award. Okay, here we go. Right. Well, oh, George, you, you, the next hour is going to be great because of you. So, <laughs> you are four away from Jamiroquai, right? Uh, friend, yeah. girlfriend, dad, Jamiroquai. One, two, three. Then three. you're Jamiroquai. So Jamiroquai is yeah. the full thing. If yeah. anyone is closer to Jamiroquai than four. They win a million pounds. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. And if anybody has held, we've, so we've got the MTV Music Award. If anybody has held any other awards, Brits and Oscars go straight to the top of the queue. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. What what awards have you held? How close are you to J.K. Jamiroquai? George, thank you very much. You've done it again. You've played a blinder. Kyle and Derek, stay there. I'll come to you after the news. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Huh? I think I've got my mojo back, guys. This is turning in to a show. Christian has got Prince as his dead rock star and Prince as his movie star. Weak. Very, very weak. He didn't know Prince did a song called Annie Christian when we're playing Christian poker. And Richard's got Freddie Mercury and Norman Wisdom. Dead rock stars, dead movie stars. They're yours for the grabs. 03444991000. Late nights with Ian Lee. Talk radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Surprise. 
safari You'll see us way from our canoe If that's what she wants to do Tell me what's wrong with that She makes me Um, oh gosh, there's loads of calls. 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. We're giving away dead rock stars and dead movie stars. There's still a lot out there. Three have gone, but there must be tens more dead rock stars and movie stars. There must be. Richard so far has Freddie Mercury and Norman Wisdom. Christian has Prince and Prince. Only because he's stupid. He could have had Prince and Marlon Brando, but he blew it. He could have been a contender, but he blew it. That's a Marlon Brando quote. That's why I said it. And I said it second because I only remembered it as I finished the first um, thing. So I'm clever, but I'm not that clever. 0344 499 1000. We're still trying to work out how many Marx Brothers there were as well. Um, and I've got to be honest, ladies, you're really letting the side down. It's all sad, geeky, pathetic lonely old men phoning in this evening no girls no ladies no no sparkles no sunshine no rainbows calling in it's all blokes it's all blokes like um it's all blokes like kyle i'm not old yes you are well you may not be no you're not old that you're right and that's unfair of me but you sound old oh everything else is pretty spot on wasn't it yeah, it's funny. Where uh, some nights we get lots of ladies calling in, and some nights we don't get enough ladies calling in. I don't know why they're not calling in. I'm feeling sexy. No, can you get tablets for it? <laughs> um, does it come over the counter? Well, if I take enough of them, it does. <laughs> hey, yeah. Isn't it funny, Catherine? I can actually hear you when you scream in that high-pitched, um, uh, uh, angry way. I can hear you. It's not your <laughs> joke. You didn't write that joke. Um, other punchlines to jokes. Um, no, use your finger like everyone else. Um, work it out with a pencil. 
Um, and those are the only jokes I know. Now, what have you called in for, Carl? Do you know the fifth Marx brother? Do you want a dead rock star and a dead movie star? Or are you closer to Jamiroquai than four? Uh, no, well, I rang you for the dead, uh, for the for the rock star film star. Yep. However, I did used to work with a bloke uh, when I worked for WXMS. The security guard was an absolute dead ringer for Jamiroquai and used to double up for him and stuff. Oh, there's... Uh, can I... Catherine, could you go next door uh, and bring in the Tony Robinson book, please? There's a bit I want to read. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. You mentioned um, security guards. Um, and there is a thoroughly... There's, the, the Tony Robinson book, Kyle, mm. is such a revelation. He's coming into the studio on Monday, which I'm very excited about, quite nervous about. Okay, um, But the, his book, and I'm powering through it. I'm about halfway through it, and I should, I should have it finished by Monday. His book is a revelation. Every page is packed with... Uh, every page has got at least two bits and you go, no, he never. No, I don't believe that. Every, I mean, it, it, there is a chance he's making most of it up. I'll give him that. Um, let me read you one bit. Hang on a second. Um, I've got to go back a little bit. It's when he's working in um, Birmingham. Here we go. All right. So this is... Uh, um, hang on a minute. Um... Oh, there's a bit where he's there's a bit where he's got a massive lump of hash, right? Mm. Um, there was a rumor that he's, he's facing a drought, a drug. And by the way, I'm not in any way condoning or encouraging drugs. I, you know, I I don't drink, I don't take drugs. I don't think anyone else should as well. But he's talking about taking drugs, and he goes to um, he breaks into the art center in Birmingham, or he tricks the guard right into letting him in so he can get something that he can use to break the hash up. After hacking at it fruitlessly for a quarter of an hour, our friend Ted Baker, Ted Barker, sorry, an elegant young hippie who was a talented artist, had an idea. We loped across the park to the art centre, which was locked for the night. After a great deal of hammering, the art centre's security man came to the door. His name was Bob Johnson, and he was a cheery soul with a droopy jet-black moustache and away with the girls. He was currently going out with our gorgeous receptionist, which made us all intensely envious. Right. So then he talks about how he goes in there and he gets his hash and he has a bit of a nervous breakdown on the hash, right? Then you skip forward six, seven pages. Listen to this. This is brilliant. Um, he talks about how he leaves, he's leaving the art centre. Seven, eight pages later. The art centre was the starting point for a lot of glittering careers. Even our security man, Bob Johnson changed his name to Carol G's and became an international superstar with his dog Spit. Isn't that incredible? What? And that's how he ends that chapter. He just throws that away at the end. Every chapter has got bits like that where you're going, what? Your security guard was Bob Carol G's from Spit the Dog fame? It's absolutely brilliant, this book. Now I need to put it on my Christmas list. Oh, I, honestly, you know, and I'm not, you know, I'm not towing, you know, I don't need to tow the line. If the book was Pony, I'll tell you. It mm. is, it, it's so good. I've written down a list of um, people. I'm writing a list of people that he's worked with, like Miriam Margulies and, and um, Steve Marriott. And, um, uh, oh, there's a, <laughs> there's a lovely bit. Hang on a minute. One, one, one last bit. One last bit. Um, where he's, uh, where is it? Where is it? I'll have to find it because I remember what it looked like in the book. All right, so um, this is a bit. This is for lovies and theatre people, right? 
At the end, this is in the early 70s at some, some play, I don't know. At the interval, I bumped into someone I hadn't seen since we both left drama school six years previously. During our first couple of years at the school, Central's young actors didn't have much to do with the stage management students. While we were pretending to be animals, they were busy learning about fuses, amplifiers and how to make props as cheaply as possible. It was different in the third year. Suddenly, we, oh, I just thought I can ask, I can ask Tony Robinson to read bits from it next week. That'd be good. Suddenly, we were reliant on them to get everything right, and the two courses became much closer. The acting students in my class became particularly fond of one young stage manager because he was so geeky and ham-fisted. He wore glasses and a tatty green home-knitted jumper with the left elbow completely missing. Oh, Cameron, we'd chorus when he made yet another mistake. But he wasn't wearing an old jumper when I saw him that night at the Theatre Royal. He was dressed in an elegantly tailored dinner jacket and a black bow tie. An amazing transformation! Hi, mate, I said. Nice to see you. Involved in the show? I am, he replied. Assistant stage manager? No. DSM? No. Not company manager? I own the show, he replied. Blimey! If tubby little Cameron McIntosh was now a theatre producer, I'd completely lost touch with who was in the theatre. It's brilliant! It's just packed full of bits like that. It's such a good book. I love it. I wish someone had bought it for me for Christmas instead of me getting a freebie. Anyway, Carl, oh. dead, dead rock stars. Yes, come on now. Focus, focus. Dead, dead, dead rock stars, right. So, it, it's got to be, no question, George Harrison. Ooh, yeah, you got him with the Beatle. Okay, you don't want Lennon? Nope. Nope. Harrison. I can't, I can't take, oh, oh I tell you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play, um, hang on a minute, I need, um, Ed, Ed, can you open your microphone, please? Um, can you play like, uh, say play, can you sing like a sexy bit of music? Like any, any sexy bit of music? Yeah, 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 yeah. it's like a little sex, can you do a little sexy sting? <laughs> a sting, mate. Oh, sting, sting. sorry. Jeez. Kyle, that, that sexy sting means I'm oh. allowed to offer you an accumulator. Oh. This doesn't happen very often. Well, okay. You can trade your George Harrison for a John Lennon and a Carl Wilson of the Beach Boys mm. and do the sexy music again Ed because this is a tri- <laughs> okay it's sarcastic it's a triple accumulator a, a triple cum so I haven't had one of them for a while so George Harrison is on the table you could trade that with John Lennon mm. and Carl Wilson of the Beach Boys John Lennon of the Beatles in case there was any confusion And also, (laughs) Jim Morrison of the Doers. All of those. I can give you all of those for, um, I can, oh, don't type that on the screen when I'm, don't type sad news on the screen when I'm doing, I'm, I'm tempting Kyle. Oh, it's sad news. I tell you what, Kyle. Mm -hmm. I can. Okay. It sounds like you're not convinced by those three, yeah? It, it feels like a game of Monopoly where you just try to, like, no. do you know what I mean? No, you're, no, George is too valuable to you. Okay. Well, um, do, you, do you want those three? Jim Morrison, Carl Wilson, and John Lennon for your George Harrison. Your one tiny 
little George Harrison. And I no. would also throw in... Oh, before you say no... Okay. I would also throw in a, a, a wild card, a joker card, a blind card. Mm. Which, I, which mm. I will not reveal until after the event. So that's no, okay, four... it could be pony. Huh? It could be pony. It could it be. be it, might, it could be. It might not be. No, no, you're desperate, Keith. You're desperate for me to give up George. So I'm not doing it. Okay, you've turned down. Are you ready to hear what you've turned down? Sexy music, please. That's <laughs> right enough. You've turned down John Lennon of the Beatles, Carl Wilson of the Beach Boys, Jim Morrison of the Doors, and, and I hate to break it to you this way, guys, ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Sachs has just passed away, and I was, I was going to give Andrew Sachs away. Yeah, but he's not. What? What? Hang on, we're doing no, the music bit now. He's, no, I know, but he's a, he's he's the wild card. Yeah, I, I I I didn't know any other way to break it to you guys. Andrew Sachs has just died. Well, that was one of my film things because somebody just messaged me while I was on hold for you. Yeah, and I was considering playing that, but I thought that was disrespectful. Well, now I feel that. now I feel like I've been disrespectful. It's Jonathan Ross. <laughs> And um, that the hippie man all over again. Ah, oh, no, that is sad. J- Andrew Sachs is he just is he just part of anything in particular of old age of? He was very very old, wasn't he, Andrew Sachs? In his eighties, he was eighty six, was he? Flipping heck! Oh, I feel mean now that I've said that about Andrew Sachs. We'll 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 delete that bit from our memories. That never happened. But sad okay. news: Andrew Sachs has just passed away, which is. Um, which is kind of he was now Andrew Sachs, right? As well as being Manuel, have I got this right? That he was also one of the voices in Monkey Magic. Oh, I don't know that. I'm pretty convinced he wasn't Monkey. Oh, picture it wasn't Sandy. He might he might have been Pigsy in Monkey Magic. David Collins was in it, I think, but I can't remember Andrew Sachs being in it, but I could be wrong. Okay, so you're keeping George Harrison. Who's your film star going to be? Uh, my film star, I've got uh, two options. I might need you to help me out. Yeah, sure, no so, problem, mate. Okay, mm, one, con- one is very controversial. Uh, I was thinking of A, Hitler, because I don't stand, what? you know, well, stick with me. I don't agree with anything that he did. But it would, st- I would on the copyright, so it would stop Jonathan using it. That's one. Right. Or the other one, and I thought you'd like this, bizarrely, Wilfred Bramble. Um, yeah, you can have him. Okay. Right, cool. I can't, I'm not allowing, I'm not allowing Hitler. Okay. No, right. I'll Bramble. Here you go. Come Um, he played the horse. Was Andrew Sachs the horse in Monkey Magic? Okay. I feel a bit bad now. That, uh, that was an attempt at humour that was actually a little bit mean-spirited, and I feel a bit bad about that now. So, I, I, no, it was a little bit. It was a little bit unnecessary. Um, it just flashed up on my screen, and I wasn't sure of the best way to convey that news, and I conveyed it in a mean way, and I instantly feel bad. Um, but yeah, Andrew Sachs has passed away. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Um, um, James says he knows Jamiroquai's mum. What the heck? What the heck? Um, so that's two away. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I'm trying to find a clip of um, the horse in Monkey Magic. Now, the horse only spoke in the second series. Of Monkey Magic. Um, and I'm trying to find a clip. Um, 
I wonder if this. I wonder if this is. Uh, this might be. A, this might be. A, this is a clip of Monkey Magic. I don't know if this has got the horse talking. Because that would have been the voice of Andrew Sachs. You have to take the test, you know. Oh, the demon said we didn't have to take any tests. You ought to listen to what's going on. Oh. You are not listening to the king's decree. Only the lady is exempt. Who told you that we have to take that silly test of yours, says you? A petty official. The lady doesn't need to, and she's our master, the master. Well, what test, anyway? Anything you want. Please yourself. Unless you do it, you can't come in. It settles your status and how you are treated as our guests. Your guests? I see, I see, I see, I see. Practical. Just do a trick or two. I was worried. Yes. I thought they'd ask us to write something. <laughs> hmm. We'll do it. All right. Your test. <laughs> I can't find a bit of the horse, but that's, you know, kind of, um, anyway, 0344 499 1000. Julie! Hello, Ian. Hello, Julie. Hiya. Hiya. Hello. Hip, hip, hip. What you got for us, Buzz? Um, I thought I would go for, um, dead rock star and actor. I'm going double Jimmy, if that's okay. Yeah, go on. Hendrix and Stewart. Oh, that is a very, very strong hand. I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm gonna save time by not writing down their first names. Yeah. Hendrix and Stewart. That is a very strong. Jimmy Stewart mm. was. Uh, well, Jim, Jimmy Stewart and Cary Grant. Imagine hanging out with those two gentlemen. Cary Grant. It's, it's been a very drug-themed show tonight. Cary Grant was a big fan of LSD. He took really? LSD. Um, because it used to be prescribed by um, like psychotherapists and, and psychiatrists, yeah. And he took it, and he became obsessed with it, and he wanted to make a film about a man who took acid. Imagine Cary Grant wanting to make a film about. Him. I, I want to make a Julie, Julie, Julie. How does Cary Grant? Yeah, yeah. Julie, Julie, Julie. I want to make a film about a man taking LSD twenty five. No, that's not quite right. Um, but it, it, it was good. What was his name? Archie Bleach or something? Yeah, that's right. Archie Bleach. That was yeah. no. Was he born? Was he Archie Leach? Leach. Archie Leach. That was and, it. Uh, I think was he born in Elton or somewhere like that, or am I imagining that? Or is that for Pope? Uh, hang on a oh, I don't know. Who's this person tweeting me? I'm not enjoying the show tonight. Says another oh, it's Archie. Brilliant it's show. another Archie. There's something going on oh, here, Julie. We need to find... Right, OK. Bef- otherwise, there's going to be bad luck. We need to find a third Archie. A third Archie. We need yes. to find a third Archie. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just typing something witty and reply to him. <laughs> F off. I'll <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> learn him. Uh, do, 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 yeah, Archibald, Archibald Leach. Archibald yeah. Leach. Was he from, like, Plymouth or something, wasn't he? Or I don't Poole, know. Poole. I don't know why I would think that he was um, from South London. I don't know. No. Uh, well, well <laughs> so, maybe, so Stan Laurel was from South London, I think. No, he wasn't. He was from Pretty Yorkshire. He was. he was from Yorkshire or something, wasn't he? Um, yeah. um, Bob Hope. Bob Hope was from South London. Was, yeah, he was Elton, I think. Bob yeah. Hope. David Bowie, Bromley, but... Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I thought that. But I yes, um, double, double Jimmy. I think that was a, a good call. And then I, my mind started kind of wandering, thinking, "Oh, uh, actors." And I thought, "No, it's got to be film, film stars, not actors." I think. Yeah, Otherwise, you're right. It opens up too much. It's a it's a strong old hand that's going to serve you well uh, in future battles, young lady. It will serve good. you well. Good. Thank you, Julie. 
Thank you. Oh, you don't know how many Marx Brothers there were, do you? No, but I think you forgot Harpo. Chico, Harpo. I got Harpo. I got four. I thought that... Chico? Yeah, I got Chico. Uh, I thought there was a fifth... I'm sure there's a fifth Marx Brother. I'm sure there is. Mm, but I'm no, not... I couldn't think of one. All right, thank you, Julie. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number. If, by the way, if anybody wants to um, play iPod Roulette tonight, I'm t- I am I am totally up for that. I haven't got my iPod with me, but I can just pick songs at random. No, uh, I can do it on my computer. Now my computer is not as um, well programmed. When it comes to tunes, no, no, Catherine. This is a man's game. This is a this is when I say man, I mean grown ups. Okay, Catherine's typing on the screen. I've got my iPod. Well, yeah, I know, but we're, we're, we'll well, you're okay. No, that one is a good one. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. But no, no, still you're still on beginners class. This is this bad boy here. I'm showing if you're watching on uh, Facebook Live. This is I'm showing you a computer. <laughs> Turn you on computer. Uh, if you want to have a game of um, oh, if you want to have a game of iPod roulette, then baby, I'm your man. I was driving in on the way in. Every tune, boom hit, boom hit, boom hit. They were all hits. There was not one bad tune amongst them. Admittedly, I'll be using it from a different source, but sometimes the gods are on your side. Um, Jonathan. Hello. Hey, Jonathan. Yeah, that was a bit sad about Andrew Sachs. It was a bit sad. Him. I liked him a lot. He was very funny. Well, uh, yeah, yeah uh, he, was, he was very funny. As Manuel. He was good yeah. as Manuel. I, 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 I'm trying to think what other things, apart from Monkey Magic, what other things... He's been in that. That will be. There'll be loads and loads of things, but they're just not springing to mind immediately. He was in a, a documentary uh, about ten years ago. About Manuel? No, about Adolf Hitler. Oh, for goodness sakes! Wow, you really pulled that one out of the bag. Uh, yeah, he was. Uh, he, he. It was a re- uh, reconstruction of uh, an interview uh, an American psychologist had with the. The family doctor. Oh god! And he played uh, the family doctor. Right. Okay. And and was that? Did you find that funny? No. No. But it was informative. Mm. Okay. So funny and informative. Yeah. I'm being t- okay. Now this makes sense. I've got two people telling me that the fifth Marx brother was Gummo. That that rings a bell with me. That rings a bell. Not ringing a bell with you, Jonathan, or opening up a conversation. Um, it could be Simon Marks, the LBC uh, Washington correspondent. We'll find out what Jonathan wants after this. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Right, Jonathan, what have you got for us? Are you claiming a dead rock star and a dead movie star? Uh, are Vernon Kay and uh, Johnny Vegas dead? No, they're not. And they're neither rock oh. stars nor movie stars. And before you make your point, I'm going to insist that you play this game with me. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to insist. Sorry? 
pizza king. Right, now, come on now. You're not even trying. Come on. I want a dead dead rock star. Which dead rock star do you... Have you been listening to the show tonight? Yes. Oh. What's been your favourite bit? Well, I haven't had a favourite bit. What's been, your, what's been the bit you've hated the most? The, the silly games. Oh. It's, it's, it's pretty much been all silly games this evening. Mm. And it was pretty much all silly games yesterday. He's gone. <laughs> Call him back. I suspect that was an accident because the line went funny. I suspect that was an accident. Uh, we are asking, is there a fifth Mark's brother? I think you're right, Gummo. But uh, he wasn't in any of the films. Did it, was Gummo, if he wasn't in the films, was he part of the stage show then? Did he do the stage shows? Um, how close are you to Jamiroquai? We've got my, my friend James in America who knows JK's mom. Um, I don't know why I'm saying that. He's British. Um, and we're giving away dead rock stars and dead film stars. Let me explain what that means. Cause I don't, I think maybe Jonathan was a little bit daunted by that. It's nothing to worry about. You claim a dead rock star and you claim a dead movie star. You own them. They're yours. You are well within your rights to, I mean, supposing, um, uh, uh, who have we got here? Um, all right, so Julie's got Jimmy Stewart. He was in It's a Wonderful Life, yeah? He's in It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Well, I'm on there. How's Jimmy Stewart talk? I, I, I bet I can do his voice. I'm Jimmy. Oh, I don't want to be dead. Oh, is, how does. Um... Well, I, oh, yeah, I, I saw. I, it's there. You can see where I'm going. Well, well uh, yeah. Oh, jo- Jonathan. Hello? Yeah, how, how does Jimmy Stewart talk? Where? I don't know. Where? I've only watched one of his, two of his films. Which which two? Um, the, Chris, uh, the Christmas one, I forget the name of it now. It's, it's a, a wonderful, wonderful life. Did that make you feel um, blessed to be alive? Yeah. Wow, okay. And, and uh, Mr Smith goes to Washington. Well, I don't want... I, I, can, I just can't feel it in my throat where it's supposed to be. I'll have, I'll have a listen to you. You sound like you're selling car insurance. Well, would you like to buy my car insurance? It's in the right area, isn't it? I need to listen during the break. I'll have, I'll play a little bit of Jimmy Stewart during the break and I'll, 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 I'll get it. Jonathan, I'm going to make you play my silly game before you make your point. Okay. That's the deal. Name a dead rock star that you would like to have complete and utter ownership over. Um, come on. Can't think of any. Come on. I'm not a music guy. No, I know. Did you cry when you watched It's a Wonderful Life? Uh, no, but I did enjoy it. Yeah, oh, that's good. Are you looking forward to Christmas? Uh, yes. I'll tell you what, Jonathan. Why, what's happening at Christmas that you're looking forward to? Uh, I'm actually looking forward to this uh, one-off special of Outnumbered. Gosh. Um, I'll tell you what, Jonathan. This will annoy a lot of people. Do you want David Bowie? Pardon? Do you want David Bowie? What do you mean, uh, want David Bowie? Do you want David Bowie? I think Hideo Kojima is ahead of me in the queue. Right. No, because we're giving away dead rock stars. Do you want to own David Bowie? 
Now, what do you think I am, a southern plantation owner? No, what's an earthy... No, he's not your slave. He can't be your slave. He's dead. Yes, well, what would I want a dead slave for? He's not... He's not... He's not going to be your slave. You're going to own him. You're going to own him. Jonathan, if you want to make the point that you've called in to make, I'm more than happy to listen to it, but I'm insisting, I'm insisting, Jonathan, that you play this game. I'll tell you what, to make it... Um, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Let's uh, Let's stop getting ahead of ourselves. To make it a little bit more fun, I am going to... Oh, hang on a second. They've cancelled Brexit. No, 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 no. Oh, let's, uh, here we go. Bit of fun music, okay? Right, Jonathan, do you want to own David Bowie? No. Do you want to own David Jones? I don't want to own anyone. You have, well, you have to. You have to own the dead rock star and a dead movie star if you want to make the point you called in to make. Why would I want to own anyone? Because we're giving them away. But they're not yours to give away. They're free. You're disrespecting the, the families. I'm... <laughs> but you but you can... You're, you will take these people on board. He's murdered me there. You will take these people on board and make sure that their names aren't besmirched anymore. Well, why would you want me to do that? Because I think you'd be good at looking after David Bowie. Really? Yes, I think you'd do a really good job of it. I don't want the legal hassle. There's no legal hassle, I promise you. This is not a legal minefield. You can own David Bowie. No. I'm Elvis not Presley. Deep. No. What? God, flipping heck. Um, Bruce Lee. No, he's not a rock star. No, he's a movie star. He has not been listening to the show at all, has he? You get a dead rock star and a dead movie star. Right. What dead movie star would you like? Uh, trying to think now. Yeah. Uh, I'll play some fun music while you're thinking. What you got? I'd rather own Mitsuharu Masawa. Okay, you can't know. Right, well, how about Rockstar? Liberace? No. Little Richard? No. No? Um, well, if you don't own... <laughs> if you don't want to own anybody, I can't let you make your can point. I, can I, no. Can I, own, can I own Papa the Rapper? Parappa the Rapper? Yes. He's not... Is he dead? Well, does it matter? Yes, they've got to be dead! But it's not... Uh, it's, he's not real anyway. He's not real, is he? he no, he's, a, he's a computer game, so... Yeah. You want Parappa the Rapper? Yeah. Ugh, what do you want to own someone for? That's disgusting. Well, you, you, you're making up the rules. Oh, what, do you own, what do you want to own someone for? That's like slavery. Are you insane? What a <laughs> terrible attitude to have. <laughs> it's a puppet. Go on. I mean, you need a dead, uh, dead movie star. Uh, 
trying to think. Uh, uh, most of the people I like are still alive. Okay. Um. Um. Uh, I was going to say Al Pacino, but Al Pacino's still alive, isn't he? Um. Just. Um. Is that a threat? Do you feel threatened? Well, it's not me who's being threatened. Does Does Al Pacino feel threatened by what I just said? If well, he, you if, never know. You don't. And if he does feel threatened, then yes, it's a threat. If he doesn't feel threatened, then well, it's just a promise. Well, if anything happens to him, we all know you're uh, a prime suspect. Oh, no, no, no. I've got, I'm, I'm on Facebook Live. I've got witnesses that show I'm here the whole time. I meant in the future. Oh, time travel murder, is it now? Clever. No, you... So you if he does... Here we go, Jonathan. So if Al Pacino dies in the future, well, then we all know that you did it, because you just made a threat to go into the future and kill him. You make me no, want to kill No, that was you. I didn't that threaten... You. No, you threatened him in the future. I threatened him now. You <laughs> well, threatened him you, in the future. You, no, I didn't. You're going to kill him in the future. That's what you meant. You just said that. I don't know when he's going to die, but suddenly you know he's going to die... In the future? Well, how do you yeah, know that? If he hasn't, by your hand. If he hasn't died yet, Jonathan, how do you know when he's going to die? It's a bit weird, isn't because it? Because you, you just threatened Al Pacino on live radio. I threatened him now. Is he dead now? No, he's still alive. You just said but he, he was going to die. You, you just said he was going to die in the future. Very specific, Jonathan. Very specific. Really? <laughs> Isn't it? I was talking about you, not me. Exactly! Jonathan, we haven't got time to hear your point. So, Jonathan's dead rock star is Parappa the Rapper, and his dead movie star is Al Pacino, who he's going to kill in the future. Late Night Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk. With the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I'd love a cup of tea. Hey! 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 Um, you can watch the show this evening. We're, we're experimenting by uh, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash talk radio UK. Thank you, Ed. Well, Ed, Ed, come, 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 come around here. Come on. Hi. Come here. Look, look, look. That's, this is Ed. Hi. This is Ed. Ed. Get out of the right. studio. Get out! Can I come back for your tea? Bring, bring the tea in when you've made it and then get out again. So get out, come back in, and get out again. That's uh, that's how I like it. Look, remind me to stay off Twitter. That's what I need to do. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Um, let's go to Ty. Evening, Ty. Evening, Mr. Lee. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 man. How are you? I'm all right. Thank you. Yeah? You still, you still on the... Are you still faking it well? Uh, yeah, I am, but I'm, en- I'm enjoying the show tonight. I've kind of got my mojo back a little bit. But, um, the, but life, life itself is, 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 is hard work. And, yes. um, uh, I, I got a bit of tax bill today, right? It is. That was significantly more than I was expecting it to be, to the point where I went... <laughs> I was in Costa, and I got the email, right? And it said, yeah. uh, you, right, we, we thought you were going to pay this, but it looks like you've got to pay this. And I put the phone down, and I, and I held my head in my hands, and I went, oh, my God. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, no. And I just you didn't sat- see it coming? Did, 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 no, did you do the... Didn't see it coming! I didn't see it coming! Because it was... Because it was... It it came from a mistake from about nine months ago that we only just kind of found. So it was... About, oh! oh, oh. Do, so, you do, your own, do you do your own stuff, or have you got a man? I've got a man. Got a man oh. who can, sometimes. Well, yeah, <laughs> can. not all the time. Well, I couldn't do all that <laughs> stuff myself. I wouldn't have a... How do people... I wouldn't have a clue. I just send him all my receipts and all yeah. my pay slips, and um, I ask him to sort it out. And I take him. Here's the thing: I take him completely on his word. He's a really nice guy, a bloke called Rob. Does it, and he's been doing it for about um, maybe a year, eighteen months. And I, this was after my last accountant, right? Who I was with for years and years and years, right? And he's a really good accountant. I was with him for years, but then. You know, money was a bit tight the last couple of years with BBC and then leaving the BBC. And it was only local radio, so yeah. it wasn't getting as much as I had in the past. So I was, it was cutting a few corners and tightening my belt and stuff. And I kind of got my first world problems. You know, I'm aware that there are people struggling to put food on their table. And, I, you know, so this is, is nothing in comparison. But um, you, had to, you had to downgrade to a four and a half grand. Well, no, I, I, said, I said to this guy I was with, I said, um, I'm not, do you know what? I'm not really sure how much I'm paying you. Can you give me all your bills for the last two years so i can just see and he went why do you want to see them i said i just want to just for the last couple of years i just want to see because you know i'm i've gone from a national station to a local station and your money is not you know not what it was when we first got together 15 years ago so blah 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 blah, blah, blah. and he did and he sent me all the the figures over for what he charged and i added it up and i showed it to a mate of mine i showed it to scott Who's got? Who's obviously you know runs a shop and has got a, a, an accountant. And he went, flipping it, you're paying him a fortune. And so then I got in touch with a few other accountancy firms and said, um, can you have a look at this and just let me? And they all laughed and they said, what are you, what, are you, what are you paying that much for? I was paying way over the odds, way over the odds. I did all my own accounting when yeah. I had my business. How did that go? Yeah, yeah, really well. I mean, it's it's. It's fairly simple. I would imagine that you're, well, I, I, maybe you're, you might be in a sort of different earning bracket. You might be looking for loopholes. But the basics are pretty simple, aren't they? Ins and outs. Uh, and um, yeah. as long as you keep track of everything. I, uh, yeah, I just find it, I, it you, you know what? If, if, I, if I really, really had to, I could probably do it myself. I could probably, at a push. But I would right. never be able to sleep because I'd be constantly thinking... Um, oh God, they're going to come. Someone's going to knock on my door and want to look oh, at really? my workings out and all that. So oh, I, I, what I'm paying for is I'm paying. I'm paying for peace of mind. Peace of mind. Yeah, I'm I paying... found it quite easy to do though, and I quite liked having the thought that actually I knew exactly what was going on. Yeah. So there was there was no shocks. There was no shocks. Oh well, I I kind of do now, and I've been with this guy for a year, I think, and um. It was just there was a there was a, a mix up in him getting pay slips from my agent, so there was a big period that was missed out. But finishing with my previous accountant, oh, truth, it was like it was, spl- it was like splitting up with a girlfriend. But you know when you want to split up with a girlfriend, <laughs> but she still really really wants to go out with you because you're giving her a lot of money every year. Yeah, no, like, you're buying her loads of presents. It was like that, and I and I had this meeting. <laughs> And he was a really nice guy, the guy I was with. I'm not going to say his name, but he was a really nice guy, and I was with him for 15 years, and he got me out of a lot of trouble. Early on, 
when I was earning TV money, then I didn't work for a year, but I was still yeah. spending like I was earning TV money. Um, it, he got me out of a massive hole. Out. But not, yeah. not with anything dodgy or illegal, but he just, he, he worked the system so that I yeah. kind of, my, my tax was held off until, he, he, he saved my life, basically. He saved my flat and everything. I think uh, that's the difference, is that, that I wasn't uh, getting TV money, so my, yeah. my sums were a little bit simpler. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it, but, you know. it's, it's, it's just, you know, the, the decimal place has moved along a bit. It's, it's still, it's, 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 it's still probably simple sums, but, um, I kind of knew that I was going to dump him, and he said, "Well, let's meet for lunch, um, just to talk about it." And I and I said, because I'm on the phone and on email, I'm really good at finishing with people face to face. I can't do it. And I said, "Let's meet for a coffee." And I knew that I was going to finish with him, and we met for coffee. And um, I told him how much. It was, well, <laughs> I, I said to him, "It's not me. It's you." I actually said that. Did you actually say those words? Yes, I did. Out, out loud? Yeah, I did. And I told him <laughs> how much or how little... <laughs> I told him how much or how little my new accountant was going to charge. And he said, well, that sounds very, very cheap. I said, yeah, I know, that's why I'm going, that's why I want to yeah, go exactly, with you. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And he said, well, he said, I'll match it. Ooh. He said, I'll match it. And I thought, oh, smooth Ooh. move. And I said, I, I said, I need to go home and discuss this with my wife. Too late. Yeah, yeah. I've I said, I'm going to go home and discuss this with my wife. I've never discussed my accountants with my wife. What a boring conversation no. that would be. No. Did, then, then did you just do it by email? Yeah, yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Of course I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it got, it, got it did like all, like the, all the best breakups. It got messy. They always do. He, you know, it was the equivalent of him not giving back um, uh, my crowded house my CDs. Engagement ring. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. There was some documents and stuff, and it was like, "Can I please get these documents? I'm on holiday." Anyway, he got. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So anyway. I had a crying Costa because now I'm skin. What have you called in for, Ty? So um, I'm going to give you my apprentice report. Oh, of course. Yes, yes, yes. You weren't here last week. You missed the best week, by the way. I didn't even watch last week. Forget last week. Last week did. Last week's gone. It's gone and it's gone and dusted. Can I? Can I just say as well? I don't know what you're doing to 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 my phone up, but this it's really spooky because the last time I spoke to you, you stuck me right in the middle of Barry and Angelos, and oh. I told you how much I, I love Barry. And yeah. tonight, yeah, uh, today, sorry, I was yeah. listening to Racist Rain Man podcast. Oh yeah, uh, and then who's on before me? Only the Racist Rain Man himself. Um, yeah, yeah, no, um, and did we? I loved that, by the way. That it, was that was so funny. It's Jonathan. Has he he been, was fantastic. Has he been touched by the Christmas spirit? I I don't know, but whatever he's been touched by, he should be touched more because I I yeah. love Jonathan. I think he's brilliant. Well, I think he's a I think he's a dangerous misogynistic racist. I don't, I don't I, dangerous verbally. I don't think he physically is dangerous. I, don't <laughs> well, think I love a, the calls, the calls. But I think I, I, I genuinely believe. Yeah, there is a um, there is a uh, um, a damaged child in there. I do. I think there's a damaged child in there. I think we we we, we get closer than any other uh, than, than, than any other show. That... He he was really getting into it though for that show. I mean that was that was weeks ago now, but yeah. he was really getting into it. Oh, then. was um was the, that the night? Oh, hang on a minute. Is, is that was 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 that the night? They've cancelled Brexit. <laughs> was that that it? Wasn't, it wasn't that night, but oh, okay. Okay. it was a night when when he was telling you about how much you hated people and you tried to pin him down specifically on your personal you know, 
sort of uh, the hatred for the white race and all of that. He really got into one. He really, really got into one. I am reminded by looking at my screen that ages ago, someone sent me a version that they made of the A-Team theme. And I don't think I've ever played it. And I I remember listening to it and thinking, oh, that's brilliant. But I can't remember why it's brilliant. Ty, before we do your your, your, um, apprentice report, would you like to listen to this version of the A-Team theme and see if you think it's brilliant with me? Well, I was hoping you'd ask. Here we go. Oh, it's um papa, that's it. sent me that but that's brilliant and it... it's, a, it's a stretch isn't it Which, who was your favourite A-team member oh it was um, Howling Man Murdoch of course because mentally wow. mentally insane people are brilliant they had to break yeah. him out of a lunatic asylum every week oh. and it was like a proper lunatic asylum not with people you know kind of drugged up drool stripping off their faces and <laughs> um, in straight jackets it was the mental asylums where people think that they're um, Dudley Moore or um, Bonaparte or other tiny people yeah. Napoleon Bonaparte. That's a, it's that kind of fun, in, the fun insane asylum that you don't see. This is the problem with political correctness. The fun, the fun crazies. Yeah, the political correctness now. You don't see the fun side of being completely insane. You see the, no. it's the miserable side. It's all that I'm depressed or I'm going to kill myself or I've had to be doped up on Thorazine and I can't move out of my room. You don't see the people that think they can see the future or, 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 or think that they're, they're sat, when they're sat in their, in their chair, they think they're flying a helicopter. You don't see those people anymore. It's, it's, it's political correctness gone insane. It's Political it madness gone correct. Yeah. Ty, you've got you've got right. sixty seconds, and it's oh, a lot to squeeze. Sixty seconds, Ty. I've got to be strict. Your si- six. Your sixty seconds starts now. All right. So it's all about gaming tonight, yep. and uh, gaming's right up your street. It was fairly dull. Um, and the Sofran and the Gerbil got put up as PMs. Yep. And my game now is finding out early on in the program. I can know who's going to be fired. Yeah. I've got it within two minutes. As soon as Sofran put himself up for PM yeah. to um, design a, vis- a virtual reality game yeah. uh, on the premise that he had once sold games in a shop, yeah. you knew the writing was on the wall. Is it? Did he get he, the boot? So he got the boot, but not before... Oh. The Irish crew got the boot as well. Did he? What did he get yeah. the boot for? Well, I thought it was harsh. But he got the boot because he was a bit... He just didn't see him, should have said he didn't see him as his business partner. But it wasn't really his fault, to be fair. That's he, how... got lumped, he got lumped into oh, designing this game. Get... The thing is, I thought the shell game was the best of the two games. The show, exactly. The show game was the best of two games. Because I could imagine, I could imagine my, my, me and my boys having a, a fun half hour playing that in the living room. The other one didn't what? make any it sense. Was. Exactly. It was a better game, but the problem was it wound up um, being too kiddified. 
Like you just said, you can imagine... But what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? What's wrong with family kiddie games? Yeah, well, that's that's what the Diffie Baker tried to put it forward as. But the market was an older market, and that's what let him down. But to be fair, I think that the Irish crooner had a much... He didn't have such a childish vision. It was soft around his yeah, yeah. He screwed it up with that silly little kid. I agree. So he, baited, he, he did it for himself. You knew that was on the cards. And he took the Irish crooner down with him. Ty, thank you very much. An excellent report. Sorry to keep it uh, brief, but the phones are mental this evening. Um, Nat! Let's try again. Um, Nat! Hello. Hip, 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 Nat! Hip, 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 Ian. Have you come for a dead rock star and a dead movie star? Yes, I have. Who do you want? Go on. Let's be, let's be uh, having Brandon you. Lee. Brand- Brandon Lee? Brandon Lee, yeah. Whoa, this is... Uh, I thought this was going to be an easy one. This is not easy. This is insane. You're going for Brandon over Bruce? Yeah. Why? Because I love The Crow. <laughs> oh, fair play. I, can't, I cannot knock that. I've never seen The Crow. I think it would annoy me. But, Nat, Brandon Lee is your... He was a good-looking lad, Brandon, wasn't he? He was, yeah. Very yeah. good-looking lad. OK, go on. Who's your dead rock star? Kirk Dang. Oh, oh. Do you know what? It's an interest... When we do come to play um, Dead Poker, um, Cobain is strong. Brandon Lee... It's, uh, I don't know. How, I just don't know how that's going to play in the grand scheme of things, Nat. But it's an interesting choice. Yeah, yeah. I just I, uh, I was thinking of Bruce Lee, but I thought then I I because I got the DVD of The Crow, and I thought, oh no, Brandon Lee. I go for him instead because I thought that no one would go for him. Sad, isn't it? Sad and weird but, how he died because yeah. he died the same way that his dad died in the film The Game of Death by by getting yeah. shot on set. Yeah. Terrible, isn't it? Absolutely terrible. What, bad, bad luck. Bad luck. I was just spending it mildly. <laughs> bad luck. Terrible <laughs> luck. Awful. It was, yeah. Now, listen, they are yours. Stay tuned. I'm going to put all of these on my Facebook page. Facebook.com forward slash Ian Lee, I think. Um, we'll be giving these away. Dom, Dana, stay there. Um, the phones have gone nuts this evening, uh, which is, I'm not going to complain. It makes my job a hell of a lot easier. Um, do call in if you can. We'll, we'll, we'll get th- through them at some point, but the, the, I can see loads of lines ringing. So maybe just have a break for a few minutes, guys. Late nights with Ian Lee, Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Talk Radio. Another hour to go. A lot of dead rock stars and not so many movie stars again. Uh, if you want them, call now 0344 499 1000. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Hello, Forty Towers. How are you? It's a nice day. Oh, you again? No, I say you're not here. He's not here. Very, very sorry. Goodbye. Come, come, wicked. Hey, you men know what to do? Oh, I think so. This is the uh, dining room. You are certain you know? It looks pretty straightforward. We just got to block this one off. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, you can now listen. He not here. How many times? Where are your ears, you great big half-wit? He not here. Listen. <laughs> now you understand. He... Oh, 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 Mr. Faulty. I'm very sorry. Very sorry, it's you. Yes, it's me, Mr. Faulty. Uh, Polly, no, no, she, she, she very busy. Uh, men, yes, men are here. Uh, men are work. You work, men. 
Yes. Which? Uh, ah, yes. Man with beard. Uh, please, which one is man with beard? Chid. Si, si. Chid. Ag. Ang, ang. Si, si. Comprendo. Si. One moment, please. Um, you are a hideous orangutan. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Although we've got two calls, we've got two calls lined up. If you're ringing in, just 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 relax, just relax a bit. We got two calls lined up. We got Dom, we got Dana. Um, just uh, we got we got we got Lee. Just then we just chill for a bit. We will just chill. Should we just chill for the last hour, Catherine? Yeah, okay. Catherine joins me in the studio. That microphone doesn't seem to be working. Um, no, he's gonna. Ed's gonna fix it, so don't. We can't hear you at the moment. Yes, Dom. Evening, guys. You all right? I'm all right, Dom. Yeah, how's it going? Fantastic. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. What you got for us, boss? Uh, dead film star. Oh, yes. I owned an art. I owned an art for a while. I was going to go first up Kenneth Williams to James. I'm on a carry on kick at the moment, but yeah. I'm going to go for Alan Rickman. Yeah, tasty. Very, very tasty. Catherine, you brought in the competitive element, didn't you? Sorry? You brought in a competitive element, so I had to sort of raise the game. Oh, yeah, your, no, 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 no. Here's the thing. I never got the carry-on films. I always remember watching them in the 70s or the 80s when they were on telly, and they always showed those carry-on compilations. And yeah. um, we were always... T- you know, that and Benny Hill, it just made me feel uncomfortable. Mm. I always thought they were a little bit too overtly sexual and not funny. Yeah, but it's, it is a more idyllic sort of time. It was, it, when you look at, say, Carry On Camping, it was like 1976. Um, they're going, driving around Windsor picking up Babs and Dulles Lane or whatever her name was. Yeah. It just looks like a really nice sort of place to be. Yeah, and then, of course, you realise what was going on in the 1970s and 1980s and you realise maybe it wasn't quite so idyllic for the well, women. Well, <laughs> well you, you, can't, you can't, you can't, um, you can't, you can't write off 70s culture just because loads of people were getting I think a lot of raped. The, I actually do think that a lot of that kind of... The women in those things were either her indoors or yeah. a, or a dolly bird, weren't they? Yeah, and that's yeah, how that's some right. of these men treated women. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. I mean, that was the culture. You, but but you, so if you were with you someone, they could smack your bum, and that's fine. Well, no, I'm not saying that that's fu- that's fine at all. But I, I just don't. I don't like the Carry On films, not because of because of that. I just don't think Ooh, they're funny. I found Benny Hill really creepy. Oh, Benny yeah. Hill was a dirty old man. I never, I never quite understood um, that. Huge in America, of course. Mm. The Americans love a bit of Benny. And French. It? Well, the French, because it's... Um, was he big in France? Mm-hmm. Was he? I, yeah. know, I know Jerry Lewis is huge in France. They, they consider Jerry Lewis a genius, which is... Well, uh, they like all that physical comedy. Like yeah. Mr. Bean. Uh, yeah. Oh, Mr. Again, Mr. Bean, another one. I just... Uh, I just... I don't get it. It's, that, and Rowan Atkinson is, 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 a, is a brilliant actor, but he goes and makes that rubbish. That very chic French woman who used to be my landlady, she decided we'd go out for, for the evening, and she said, yeah. let's go to the cinema. And I thought, oh, good, let's go and see something. She wanted to see Monsieur Bean. Yeah, well, it's like Monsieur Hulot, isn't it? And, and it's, all, it's, it's the same. It's the same thing. It's it's an older man. Um, it's the the sad clown in, in inappropriate situations that he doesn't understand, yeah. and he you know means no harm, but um, he ends up with egg on his face. Mister Bean, 
um, Monsieur Hulot and um, Johnny Thunder. Was it? What was it? Was it Johnny Thunder? Johnny English. That was it. Johnny English. Imagine going to see Johnny English. Why would anyone go to see that? But yet people did, and they made a sequel of it. That's how many people went to see it. Uh, okay, so you got Alan Rickman. That is strong. That is very strong. That's a, that's a tough one. Who's your rock star yeah. going to be, Dom? Well, I think you know who's going to be, mate. I think you do. You really do. All right. Well. He uh, did rock songs. Don't even start saying he didn't do rock songs. Well, uh, all right. I'll put Frank Sidebottom down. But I, 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 um, I, oh, Kath, who are you going to have? Vivian Lee. Yep. And Dead Rock Star, who would I have? Mm. Oh, Cass. You want Cass? Yeah. You don't want the London boys? Not really. Rock are the more well, dance. When we do dead dance acts. Okay. Falco. Falco. I'm a deal, some a deal, some a deal, some a deal, some a deal. Oh, 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 I'm a deal. Rock me, I'm a deal, some a deal, some a deal. When I first heard that song, I thought it was I'm a dez. I'm a dez, I'm a dez, I'm a dez. Oh, 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 I'm a dez. Rock me, I'm a dez. Um. All right, Dom, they're, they're on the list, which I will... I was going to say I was going to type it up. I probably won't. I'll just take a photo of it and post it on on Facebook. You yeah, can do that. Yeah. You can Great do that. Yeah. And I'll... I'll um, are you, have you have you been watching us on um, Facebook Live this evening? I dipped into it before, yeah. Was it, um, was it working? Yeah, yeah, it seems to be, yeah. Um, everyone's saying, like, triple dump with the, uh, the interview, but obviously... I turned it on, I was on the radio, on the TV, and then turned on the Facebook, and I was going triple dump, so I'm, I'm assuming it got a bit sweary. A little. It got a little bit sweary. It got a little, a little bit, bit sweary. It wasn't us. Yeah, it wasn't us. It was, it was Will Carruthers, the potty-mouthed um, bass player. Potty, potty-mouthed. Um, does make a change. It, it does. Dom, thank you very much. Dana! Hip, hip, hip. Dana! I'm doing guitar. Bit rude. If you paid to see Eric Clapton do one of uh, 54 nights at the Royal Albert Hall and then you started talking during one of his tedious six hour long guitar solos, um, he, would, be he, out. he would have every right to stop, stop the guitar. Yep. Look down at you. L- look down metaphorically and literally, because he'd be on yeah. the stage and he'd look down at you, and he'd just he'd just say, because I know Clapton, he'd say, "What the bloody hell are you thinking?" <laughs> out. And, and, and you think he was? You think he was joking? Well, you think he was joking? You go, huh? He said, "I mean it." Out. Mm. And you'd laugh because you know Clapton's got a brilliant sense of humour. He'd be laughing all yeah, that. Yeah, because you do. Um, and he'd say, "No, I mean it. Get out." And, he'd, and, he'd, and the whole audience would be looking at you. Oh, it would be awful, Dana. Uh, but you'd have to get... And the thing is, because you, um, uh, you're quite far back, but you're in the middle, so you'd have to get up and you'd have to go... Oh. Excuse me. Excuse and me. everyone yeah, would start... Would be standing... Excuse they'd me. start they'd chanting me. quietly yep. at first. Yeah. And they'd put a spotlight out, on me. Out, yeah. out, yeah. out, and out. then when you, just as you got to the door, he'd go... I was only kidding. And then he stopped playing I Have the Tiger by Survivor. <laughs> oh, 
wondering where that well, he, mega he, mix is coming he in. He don't care, Captain. He don't care. <laughs> he's having. He's only having a laugh, Dana. He's only having a laugh. Then you get backstage passes. You go oh. back. There's no alcohol backstage. He's, he's teetotal these days. You get backstage passes um, for you and your friends, and you everyone that you beat. They think you're cool, and you get to eat all the fruit, and you'd have your picture taken, mm-hmm. Captain, and um, he'd sign all your LPs. And um, you go home on a, on a cloud. You think is this a dream? And it was. But it then was you look happened. at your LPs, and he's put two chatty Cathy. <laughs> yeah. Love Ezra. I wasn't joking. You ruined the night. <laughs> Never come back. But and you'd be yeah. like, you'd be really upset. And you'd be at home crying, and you turn to drugs and alcohol. You know, which is ironic because Clapton has been free from drugs and alcohol about thirty years, and you'd be drinking and crying and going, "Oh, because it says on there, you Dana, you ruined that concert. You really make me want to puke." And you go, "Oh God." Oh, and then about ten years later, right, just as you were about to die from a fatal <laughs> drugs overdose, right, it's yeah. like your last, it's like your last hit, you've just found, like, your last vein in your genitals, right? Wow. It's, this is progressed, this is, this is, drug, this is real it? life. I know. Catherine, this is real life. This is what can happen. And you find it, and it's all between your toes or wherever it is, and you're just, you go, <laughs> I, I'm just, um... Oh, it's a big, it's a clap to and you've sold everything, right? Except mm-hmm. for your record player and your the Clapton LP, because because you said, oh, "This well, is my signed Clapton LP." Yeah, well, mm. uh, but you haven't been able to play it that day because you've been so <laughs> devastated. You go, "Oh, I'll play it," and you pull it out to play it, and then you notice, oh, he's written on the 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 disc, the, the actual label on the record. Only oh, joking. joking. <laughs> it was really nice to meet you. <laughs> and then and then Dana. You die of a drugs overdose. Oh, dear. What a sad story. Just, just excuse me, Dana. Can you just write that down? I'm just Send that to Tales of the Unexpected Care of Roald Dahl. Because that's a good story. I'm just doing the flow chart. Yes. Chatting starts, doesn't it? Yep, yep, yep. And then it goes down to Clapton. Yep, 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 yep. I enjoyed that. That's good. And then it goes to Peer Pressure. Yep, 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 yep. And it goes to Backstage. Yep. And it goes to Drug Stroke Out. Yep, 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 yep. Then it goes to only joking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what a fun and then guy. death. Fun, and Dana, you, oh. you've you've inspired you've inspired a movie. You won't get any money for it, unfortunately. No, it's no, my no. mine and Kath's intellectual property. We'll call we'll call the character Dana. Yeah, but you'll be played by uh, Reese Witherspoon. Yes, of course. Um, Dream and, and um, be identical to your life in every single way. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you won't be able to. You won't be invited to the premiere. Oh, and we'll put no, no. any resemblance to persons living or dead called Dana. <laughs> Is, 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 yeah. is, no, is, is on purpose. Because we, we modelled it on her to teach her a lesson for chatting when I... This will be the thing at the end of the film, which most people would miss. But just chatting when I was my, when I was pretending to play an Eric Clapton solo on the radio and um, well, now we're rich. Um, but here's the irony. Do you want? Do you want the irony? We yes, get yeah. we get so rich from the movie and the soundtrack uh-huh. that me and Kath become heroin addicts, and then we actually <laughs> die in real life. So you have the last laugh because you've not even you, you've not heroin hasn't even blighted your life. This is purely fictional. You're just a bit embarrassed. But then me and Kath die get, with, with with a drugs overdose. So and you're laughing. You're laughing, Dana, and you're right mm-hmm. to laugh. You're right to laugh. What goes around comes around. It's a bit mean spirited of you. Wow. <laughs> a bit cold, actually. I don't, I don't really know what we've done to deserve that. I'm disappointed by her attitude there. She's laughing at our dead cadavers. Demise. We've got kids, you know. Yeah. What well, you see what my kids no. are going to think when they find out that I've died of a heroin overdose because of you? And you're laughing. That's really cold. Anyway, Dana, that to one side. What have you called in for? 
Well, I, I can give you all five of the heart, uh, of the Marx Brothers. Is 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 it Gummo? It is. So it's Groucho, Harpo, Chico, Gummo, and Zeppo. It was was Gummo in? Gummo's a terrible name. You know when they got to Gummo and Zeppo, it's like, oh, Gummo and Zeppo. There we go. Yeah, that yeah, seriously, though, what were their parents thinking? I know. Call them, oh, like, exactly. Steve and, and Paul and that, weren't they? What, did, was Gummo in any of the films? I don't think he was. Zeppo was in one or two. Um, and he was the very sort of straight... Oh, Zeppo looks one. like my mate Conan, and he's really straight and boring. Yeah. And you know there would be a bit when uh, the Just Marx Brothers... Who's boring? Your mate Conan. Zeppo. Oh. <laughs> so they, they, the Marx Brothers would have f- finished a wonderful piece of, of wordplay and physical comedy. they go off, and then mm-hmm. Zeppo would be sat at the and piano all alone. Oh, it. if I only yeah. had his cravat somebody his cravat to love me. And, yeah. That's, um... Well, I don't think Gummo... Yeah, I could be wrong, but, um, but certainly, yeah, those are the five that I can name. How would you say this name, right? I'm going to say... Kiera. Is that how you'd say it? Kira. K? No, no, no. No, no, no. Because there are two R's. How would you spell Kira? No, no, no. You can spell it in various ways. Kiara. K-I-E-R-R-A. Oh, I reckon it's still Kira. That can't be Kira because it's I before E. Don't matter. Kira, People spell it yeah, how they Kira. want these days. People spell it Kira. how they want. Anyway, Kiara. If, if it's Kiara. It might be Kara. Shit, it's not Kara. Might be. She has uh, listen. She listened to her description on Twitter. I love it. I'm bisexual. I'm a bitch. Oh yeah. And a dream at the same time. I still believe in magic. She's discovered the show. Um, I found Talk Radio by mistake. It's because they don't do any advertising. And I was looking for another show. I love your show. It's better than LBC. Better. And we can put that on the posters. Better than LBC. LBC. But if she pronounced her name, how did you say it? I would say Kira. Well, in that case, I don't want her listening. Because <laughs> uh, I don't, I, I, I don't want, I don't want Kiera listening. I want a Kiera listening. Kiera. Kiera. Sounds like a car, a posh car. Sounds like it? a posh car or an orange drink. Kiera. It sounds like Kiera. something Clarkson would be driving through a desert. Kiera. Well, it's I've got to say, the new Kiera O'Keefe uh, really is. Some say. Some say. The new Kiera. I'm I'm James Stewart. That's it. That's kind of it. It's more. I I was trying to do it. I'm in there. James it's, Stewart. So Mary, you won the you won the moon. Yeah. No, you're doing Al Jolson. Mm. I'm James. I'm James Stewart. I uh, say. Right. He sounds a bit like Foghorn Leghorn, doesn't he? I say. Very muppety. Very muppety. I do love. Well, him James there. Stewart's uh, the, the Foghorn Leghorn sounds like the uh, fat butcher in Coronation Street. I say. I say. I say. I Fred Elliott. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on a bit. Hang on a bit. Everyone be quiet. 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 <laughs> did they, um, in fact, in in, uh, in those very early days, did they ever try and disguise you? I mean, now we know you for for who you are, but was there a, any? Well, of course, in those in those days, in the big studios. Well, of course, in those days, in the big studios. That's not even James think, Stewart's voice. I think you look a bit like him. Oh, I wish. I think you look a bit like him, and I think you look a bit like Dick Van Dyke. Oh. Yeah, I wish I could say that, but the Facebook thing's not working for me, so... Oh, oh well, I, it's, I it's, a, it's, a, it's... Dana, did, what did you call in for? Because we're late for a break and you're oh. annoying me now. Oh. Um, well, ca- can I have um, Mark Bolan and Alec Guinness, please? Yeah, thanks for calling. Bye, this is Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yes! I realise I've not used deodorant again today. 
I've got some in my bag. No, I've got some in my car. I just don't feel... Why should Why should I bow to the pressure of um, people like Zane Lowe and Kim Kardashian? Why should I, why should I try and reach their impossibly high standards of, of um, freshness and, and smell? Can I answer? Why should I do that? Can I answer? Yeah, please do. Because this is a really small studio um, and I've got a very delicate nosy. Okay, so what you're saying is um, that I need to work harder on my body image. Well, I think you need to have a little think about yourself. I don't know if you listened to James Whale last night. Um, not many people were. Um, bless him. But if you if you like if you're a fan of the '80s, James Whale is on every weeknight except for Fridays, from seven o'clock until ten. He's the warm-up act for mm-hmm. me. People uh, to quote Spinal Tap. People are still booing him when I come on, um, and. Um, he had a, a, a New Zealand man on who I believe was a friend of Ed's, so that's probably how they got him. Yeah. That's probably how they got him. They said, we need a guest. Ed said, I don't worry, mate, I've got a friend who can help. And um, he was... But despite being a friend of Ed's, which instantly made me dislike him, mm. um, nothing personal, Ed, um, he was talking about body image. Right. And about how we should all be more aware of his body image. And do you know... Aware of his body image? His I didn't bo- even see him. Well, he made, do you know how he made people aware of his body image? How? He stripped off on a train, pervert. When? The other day, on the, on the northern which, which line. Which train? The north. Oh, time? no. Dis- absolutely disgusting. What? Absolutely disgusting. If, and if I'd have done that, um, well, I'm, I'm not wearing any pants, so that would have... Uh, Aren't you? No. No, 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 no. No. Why should I conform... <laughs> to Victoria's Secret's idea of what male sexuality is. Sexuality isn't black or white, or even black, grey and white. It's all different colours of the rainbow. Pants. Um, Doesn't it chafe? No, I, do you know what? I have got pants on tonight. Oh. I just didn't the other day. Make because, me imagine you know just pants because I'd, I'd been to the gym two days in a row wearing the same pants. And then I thought, oh, I'm going to go al fresco. Oh, God. Acapulco. You're going to get... It's going to rot. Well, it is, it's, it's very sore down there. I'm not surprised. Acapulco, son. Um, pick line one or pick line two? Pick. And then that's what we're, we're going to do. We've got these two... We, we, I can see other people calling in, about three or four people calling in. Stop. Collaborating. <laughs> listen. Um, and we'll, we'll we'll talk to these two, and if there's time, we'll, we'll spend the last half hour or so taking calls straight to air. Ip, dip, do. Cat's got flu. Dog's got chicken pox. So have you. One. Lee! Hello. Hello, Lee. You were chosen Hello. by the magic of Kath's... Ip, dip, uh, do. Ip, dip, dog um, <laughs> thing... Well done, Kath. Well, well. No problem. That means that all that means is Lee that you're the first one to play the accumulator. Cue the sexy music. <laughs> That's just weird. Wow. Pablo, uh, welcome your contestant number two. Good evening, Pablo. Hip hip hip. That's that's the attitude. Um, good evening, Lee. Good evening. Hip hip hip. Well done. You've made it through to um, uh, Ian's fun film quiz, where it's anything but fun, but it's about films. Um, fingers on buzzers. Are you ready? No. Yes, boss. You both ready now? Funny buzzers. Yeah. Sure. Right. Uh, here's your first question. How many films did Bruce Lee complete? Seventy-two. Sorry. <laughs> Hang on. Who, bu- who buzzed? Buzz. Who's that? Lee. Lee, you need to say your names. Right, Lee, how many films? 72. What makes you say that? I don't know. No. Uh, uh, who's, who buzzed then? Pablo. Who's the, well, you need to say your name. 
Pablo. Pa- Pablo, are you on speakerphone? No, it's, uh, I don't believe so. Um, oh. Right, Pablo's, Pablo's five points down already. So it's, um, nil to Lee. Let's write this down. Nil to Lee, and it's minus five to Pablo. Right. Question number two. You're gonna need a bigger boat is a line from which movie? George, Lee. Has anyone got a buzz? Lee. Buzz. Who buzz? Pablo. Lee. Yeah. What film is it, Pablo? Ah. George, you're absolutely right. You get ten points. You're on five. You ripped me off. No, for Bruce Lee. Wasn't a rip off, mate. You you didn't buzz. I did buzz. I Take some Lee. points off a descent. Yeah, minus five for uh, for Lee for dis- oh, that's it- harsh. Let's, yeah. let's let's just test your buzzers again, Pablo. Can I te- can you test your buzzer? Uh, okay, Lee. Let's test your buzzer. Lee. Oh, fair play. His buzzer does well, say his I name. Did say Lee before he said Pablo. But that's your bu- that's your name, not your buzzer. Oh, come on. Come off it. All right. Mm. What a rip. Who'd have thought this would get so tense? Let's have the third and final decider. Okay, here we go. This is it. It's for, um... I've still got my dead rock star, dead, dead movie star, though, right? All right, look at you. T- look, at what, look at you trying to muscle in. Is that Lee? Yeah. Right, well, you can on- only the winner of the oh, quiz... But I won this last question. You, you didn't get the question. You didn't get... You ripped me off. No, you didn't oh, buzz. Descent again. Minus, uh, minus five okay, points. Let's go for it. Let's go for it. Hang on. on a minute, Pablo. What's going on there? So I was re- removing a hooded top. Right, too noisy. Yeah. Right, you've got minus five points, so you're down to zero. Oh. And Lee, you've got minus five points, so you're down to minus ten. Right. Next question is no, worth... I'm on minus five. No, you're minus ten, because you had minus five already, and you just got another minus five for descent. You're minus ten. Oh, that's, okay. du- that's double descent, minus fifteen. Right. I wanted to give Paul Walker as my favourite movie star. Right, oh. okay. That's, um... Uh, b- bizarrely, that is, um, minus... He's the most f- handsome man in the world. Right, minus five points well, for Paul now. Right, shut up. No one okay. called Paul. So it's minus five for Pablo, it's minus fifteen for Lee. Pushing twenty, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> this next question is worth a thousand points. Okay. okay. A thousand points. Name a film... <laughs> Who buzzed? Pablo. Pablo, go on. Name a film. Carry on, carry on screaming. No, wrong, Lee. Buzz Lee, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Correct. Lee. Well done, yes. son. It's, what, um... What is this? It's... 1,000 points. 985 to, um, Lee, and it's minus 5 to Pablo. Pablo means, uh, as you know the rules, as you signed up for it, um, not only are you not allowed to choose a dead rock star and a dead movie star, um, but, um, I don't know if you're married, but your wife has to become my personal sex slave, um, and you need to move out of your home by... I'll be generous and I'll say 3am. Thanks for calling, Pablo. Well, I came here with nothing. Yes, yeah, um, and I'm leaving with less. There we go, Pablo. Well done. Well done. It what a great sport. Very then. magnanimous. Uh, Lee, take a minute to compose yourself. We'll come back to you after these important messages. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Okie dokie. Let's go through to the um, the victor as he counts his spoils, and then we'll take calls straight to where Lee. Um, yeah. Dead rock star. Dead film star. Dead rock star, um, Buddy Holly. Oh, mate, the class. I went through a huge Buddy Holly thing when I was about 15, 16. Me too. Yeah, me and my mates, we went to see the Buddy Holly story. I went to the Buddy... I forgot this, right? The Buddy Holly story at the Victoria Palace Theatre. I went and saw it about nine times. That's weird. Why? Not weird at all. No, well, nine times seeing the same thing is a bit weird. I saw Titanic nine times. That's very weird. What's weird about that? I saw Titanic... Twice in Spanish, once in English. Guess which ones I preferred. That's Ben. 
Spanish. The English word. Spanish. It was much better in yeah, Spanish. Much more that's, romantic. That's bent. What? That's so bent. Huh? Get bent. Huh? Do you remember uh, Bart Bar- Simpson you said? I get- saw Titanic 11, 11 times, roughly speaking. No, hang on a minute. I saw Titanic 11, 11 times. times! Roughly speaking. <laughs> um, why is it weird that I saw the Buddy Holly story nine times? It's not. It's not, is it? Well, you're asking him. No, I'm asking you. Okay, so yeah, ask ask the control experiment. Go. Because it's at the theatre, one, yeah, so that's dear. Yeah. I know, it was really expensive. I don't... Exactly, so same thing over and over, and I was nine like 16. times. Were but you expecting like... a different outcome? No. Oh. oh. But it was like a concert. It was like a concert oh, okay. at the end. It was like a big concert. I used to love it. I was it's... obsessed with Buddy Holly. The other odd thing is that while you went for Buddy Holly, I was Richie Valens. Oh, Richie Valens was rubbish. ba da ba da ba la bam ba 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 la bam ba Scubba-dubba-dubba. Scubba-dubba-dubba. It's not scubba-dubba. Um... Yeah, me ne I like the big bopper. Hello, baby. A chantilly and a pretty face and a ponytail. If he'd have lived, he'd have been on the list. Definitely. Put himself on there. He's gone crazy. Lee! Yeah. We need a movie star. Paul Walker. Who's that? He died in the Fast and Furious franchise. And he was also in um, that movie with um, um, the guy who played Spider-Man. What's his name? Um, Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire and Reese Witherspoon. About the, the the black and white movie film. Bruce, Wi- Bruce movie Witherspoon. Went colour. Bruce Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. Bruce Witherspoon and um, Peter Parker Toby and Paul Maguire. Walker. Uh, um, uh, Colourville or where? Pleasantville. Pleasantville. Who's boring me towards the end there? I didn't know what he was. He's too about, many facts. He's just about, who's Bruce Witherspoon? There's no one called Bruce Witherspoon. I've just Googled it. He means um, Bruce Willis. <laughs> well, here's an interesting... Thank you, Danny. And as we all know, everything on the internet is true. Yeah. James Stewart. Mm-hmm. Tonight's show is, is sponsored by James Stewart. I love James Stewart. James Stewart once smuggled mm. a supposed Yeti finger out oh, of Tibet. No. Where? No. No. Not James Stewart. Well, I found a Yeti finger. <laughs> I can't do the James Stewart voice. Um, call straight to air, if you want, 0344 1000 We'll do that the last half an hour or, the, or so. The phones have been... Uh, we must have had... Surely that must have been a world record number of phone calls. For this station, anyway. For this poxy place, anyway. This, this, this poxy place. Yes, yes, Julia Hartley Brewer may have five times the listeners uh, uh, that, that um, we have. Possibly but more. But they're all listening in silence with their mouths open. Yeah. We have literally... Well, she doesn't have any callers, so I can't... We, we have in, infinite... Infinitely... Infinitely... But we're not going to brag about it, because that would no! be No! No, 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 brag, brag, No. 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 Brag is short for braggadocio. 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 Okay. That's how it's spelt. That's how it's said. I'd love to, if I'd have been um, an Italian um, unemployed man in the fifties, or maybe a cab driver, or working in a factory. I'd have been brilliant round the old um, Jeff Brazier with singing doo wop songs. I'll be so good at it that um, I'd be headhunted by all of the doo-wop groups and I'd have to go and do, sing doo-wop for all of them. Do, be-do, be-do, 
Bidu, bidu, bidu. I tell you what I'm do. The face that goes with that singing is disturbing. Tell you what I'm going to do. You know, there's an app on the phone you can do mm. where it splits it into four screens. Oh gosh! I'm going to do a do what thing. Can we do now. that live? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Can I huh? go to the loo while you do? No, that? no, no. Because I'm going to kind of need you to steer the um, oh, the show a little bit. What, what, what is the app? It's a brilliant app, and I'll, I'll tweet it, guys, so you can see how how, how brilliant I am. Mm. Um, oh, oh, the, can, oh, can I do an app? Can I, this this is a great app. This is a great, great app, right? The boys were loving this the other day. Hang on a second. This is... Hang on a second. Um, How do I do this? Right. Not now. Okay. Pick turkey burgers or thyme. That's an odd combo. Just pick turkey burgers or thyme. It'll make sense. Turkey burgers. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Hi. My name is Ian Lee. Brrrap! A bubbly bop bop. I am a radio presenter on Talk Radio, and I'm kicking out some jams. Jams. A oh, wah, 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 wah. Gosh, you're 43. You want to go? Oh, I didn't know it did that! I don't want to have a go, now. Yeah, go and have a go. Go on, I'm going to insist on it. So, right, you just need to um, press the red button and, and talk into it. This okay. is it. This is the future, guys. This is the future. Okay. Press the red button. Let me have a think. It works well if you put some noises in. Okay. Because it and, and leave some gaps. And I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not telling you to do, but you, you heard how brilliant I was at it okay. then. Okay, 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 okay. Press, okay. just do it quickly. Okay, okay. Here we go. Boy, my name is Catherine. I'm a producer. At least that's what it says on the con- contract. Brap! That was terrible. That's why I didn't want to do it. You're fired. Good. Can I go on then? Nope. Oh. Shall I do my do what thing? <laughs> I can't get rid of it. No, it's because it's, it's what you call a uh, Oh, hey, look, what, look what I've just seen you can do. Oh. Wow. Scratching. That, that, that gets bored. Mm, Boring after a while. Mm, 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 I don't know how to switch it off. Just gel. There we go, it's gone. Now, where's the one where it splits into four... Sc- oh, here we go. Listen, this is... this is. Have you seen this? Mm. Hey, go, let's have a bit of fun, mate. I know, you, I know you're miserable, grumpy. Yeah, right. Whoa! Uh, sorry? Um, Pot, right. kettle. Okay. Go on. Right, so I'm going to do... Um, this is great. You're going to love this, guys. This is, this is me being fun. C- give me a song to sing. Um, do a bit of Billy Joel. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, I will do. Right, um... Save that because that was good. Right, hang on a second. This is trust me. This is going to be worth it. Right, this is this is going to be worth it. Haters gonna hate. Haters gonna hate. 
Um, oh, it's rendering my last one. So what this does, right, this is an app where it, um, a cappella, it's, you can split the screen and you can be singing along mm-hmm. with yourself. Yeah. And of course, because um, I'm like, I'm very much like Brian Wilson in that um, I can hear all of the harmony. Oh, I thought you meant like, no. don't change his pants. No, 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 no. Oh, no. I can hear all of the harmony parts in my head at the same time it's um it's what did, well, i was watching the um, avengers assemble how did the hulk describe his powers um it's a it's like a blessing and a curse but they used quite a really clever phrase i thought i'm gonna forget that later on um so um oh come on i mean flipping it this is taking cancel cancel that cancel that because uh, anyway so i can hear all of the um Oh, it's taking forever. Let's go to a break. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Hang on a minute. You've got to be quiet while I'm doing this, okay? I'm doing track two, okay? That one didn't record because of you. No. So, here we go. Shush. You didn't press it. Shush, shush, shush. Hang on a minute. Harmonies. Whoa, whoa, whoa. For the longest time, oh, oh, oh. for the longest girl, oh, what I got to do, and I know I'm doing it with you. I could have waited, should have anticipated. Okay, finishes there, right? So that's that one. One take, Lee. Yeah, I don't mess around. So that's I've got two tracks now. Don't worry, guys. You're going to hear it all in a second, and I'll post it all on uh, on Twitter. I'm recording. Uh, right, two more to go. Here we go. Here we go. Do it a slightly different angle, so it looks different because it's arty as well. Here we go. It'll make sense in a minute. Mm-hmm. Boom, 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 boom. Bum 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 Right, it's finished then. Gosh, that sounded like Roger Moore saying bum a lot. Right, you're going to hear it all in a minute. Don't worry. One more, last one, and then we'll um, then I'll get to listen to it. What you're, this is must be what it was like um, when uh, like people in the '60s went to watch Brian Wilson recording Pet Sounds. Now I know why Yoko always looked miserable. Okay. Um. All right, this one's okay. Okay. Go. Right, that's that done now. Do you know what the best bit of that part was? Mm? It wasn't the... It was the... Hang on a minute. Whoa, whoa. It's not ready to be played yet, guys. It's not ready to be... It's rendering. Oh, this is exciting, isn't it? 
Um, <laughs> do you want to hear it? You want to hear it? I mean, want is a strong word. Here we go. Here we go. In 30 seconds. <gasps> Quite good, actually, isn't it? Isn't it? That's good. That bit's good. Yeah. Way across the Atlantic. That. Billy Joel is sat bolt upright in bed thinking, someone's singing my song. That is actually. Um, that's actually, yeah. that's actually um, uh, I'm going to, how do I, I want to share that no, on Twitter. No, you don't, you don't. I'm going to put it on my camera roll. No. Yes, enable Fudge Library. Don't. And then I'm going to put it on Twitter and uh, then you share it and you watch that. You, you've, do you know what you've just seen there? A lot of people ask me because I've had, I've had several things. I've had um, three clips go viral, proper. Proper viral. That's like herpes, that one. I'm going to ignore that. Um, but it was actually, it was quite, it was quite funny for you. Well done. Go I'm not high five. I'm leaving you hanging. Um, but I've had three, I've had three things go proper viral. And I don't mean, it's had like 120, I mean like millions. Um, and people say to me, Ian, how do you do it? How do you get well, One of them was my idea, wasn't it? To go, well, yeah. how do you get stuff? The other one was... Um, Barry to, from Watford's idea. To go viral. And, then, and I say, um, the one about the bisexuals was my idea. Which one about the bisexuals? The tweet I did about the bisexuals. Oh, we're cussing that. Still getting, still getting retweets now. Two weeks later, 50,000. Um, and I say, well, you never know when something's going to go viral. You just don't know. I'm going to need to need to phone up every person I've ever spoken to and said, you don't know. And say, actually, you do know. Is this, and I'll play them Billy Joel, and um, it will blow their tiny freaking minds. So that feeling I got, mm. like deep, sort of towards the sort of in my spine, sort of like a cr- lower spine, like a cringe. Yeah, is that is that the feeling you go for? A, cr- a what? Like a, a a twinge, a, a, a twinge a, a in sh- your in my lower the, back. Okay, okay, how low? <laughs> what I'm saying is that that cringy feeling is that is that when you know mm. it's going viral. Mm. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, I felt yeah. that quite a lot around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, right, so what we're going to do is I'm going to put that on Twitter. I really wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, listen, no, um, I uh, mean, mm, so. Don't you think you should keep it special? Me, private. Being ace singing oh. Billy Joel. There's a video that goes with this as well, isn't there? Yeah, 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 oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Post. That's uploading now. I should tweet that because I've been I'm followed by Nancy Sinatra. True story. There we go. It's up there now, guys. If you want to watch it, it's up there. I'm going to make that my pinned tweet. Um, pinned to your profile page. That's there. Enjoy. Enjoy. Um, and you can have that for free. It's your gift to the world. Yeah. Do you know what? It is, actually. I could um, I could make money off the back of that. And uh, uh, why would I, why would I prostitute Simon, myself? Let Simon Cowell have that. Why would I prostitute myself like that? Really? Um, we'll take calls straight to air um, if you want to praise me. <laughs> Let's go to line one. One, you're on the wireless.
surprise. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hey, baby. Vincent Price and um, Jim Morrison. Sorry, is, that, is this the guy that just lost the movie quiz game? No, well, I, I ah. think a legitimate cause to win um, a movie, the movie. Do you know and, what? Um, Do you know what, Pablo? The best of the canon. I can't hear him, he's too muffled. Pablo, are you still on your, your Bluetooth? I was was about to, and you reminded me that um, he's on Bluetooth, and we can't have have that. Line one, you're on the wireless. Whoa! Line one! Hang on, one sec. Nope, too slow. Line two, you're on... Come come on, guys, snappy, snappy, snappy. Line two, you're on the wireless. Words of Gummy's record. Line one, you're on the wireless. <laughs> what kind of cake? What shape is the cake? Round. Carrot. My boy had a carrot cake today. He love he loves carrot cake. Now I'm trying to lose a bit of weight, so I didn't have. I had a, t- I had a tiny little bit because I love the cream on the carrot cake. Um, the carrot Didn't cake. Did you have a little carrot on the top? Of course, of course you did. Otherwise, how do you know it's a carrot cake? Because it tastes of carrot? Well, you wouldn't know that to look at it. You don't know what it tastes like till you eat it. <laughs> okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you this. In However, there. dead rock star. Yeah, go on. Alan Wilson. Who? Alan. Wilson. Who's Alan Wilson? Really? Yeah. Oh, you don't know who Alan Wilson is? No. Can he? I don't. I don't really know. Can he? Can he? Yeah. Alan Wilson. Well, never heard of him. Right. Who's your favorite? Who's your film star? Um, Rock Hudson. There we go. There we go. A proper named film star. Thank you. Um, well, flipping heck. The stats on that um, Billy Joel. I mean, it's literally, it's been up four minutes on Twitter. Six retweets and seven um, likes. Do you want to turn the mic for it? Six retweets and seven likes it's had. And that's in just four minutes. 
That's insane. Gosh. That is absolutely yeah, insane. Anyone saying anything? No, 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 not yet. Speechless. Um, but you wait. Matt Haig, friend of the show, um, got someone, a man with 2.1 million followers retweeted him, a singer. James McBean or something. I don't know. I don't know what his name is. Who is he? I don't know who James McBean is. He's got 2.1 million. James, James McBean or something. He's, he's a big singer. Anyway. McBean? I don't know his name. I don't know. What do you think of Bean? I, I've not seen him at the gym, so I don't know who he is. I said, well, I know who's... Um, uh, uh, yeah, something like that. He's a big, big star. Two point one million. He's, he's tweeted, "Oh, Matt Haig's book's brilliant." Right. Oh, James Arthur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, James. Yeah, James McBee. I don't know. Um, all I need, all I need, is just someone like that. Not James McBee. Someone influential. We'll to retweet. McBean. To retweet. This is this is, and I don't. I, I'd rather there wasn't profanity involved. But if they go, this is. Guys, guys, you've got to listen to this. This is... Fudging amazing. This is effing w, WTF. WTF? Lol? Rufflecopter? WTF? Rufflecopter. What's a Rufflecopter? Roll on the floor, laughing like a... No, Rufflecopter. This Rufflecopter is a word. Rolling on the floor laughing. And a copter is because it's like a helicopter. That's a word. Rolf! People go, Rolf! Rolf! I say, Rolf! Megalol, not Megalols, or Rolf actually. Both of those are inappropriate these days. Ruined, ruined by um, sex offenders. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just need someone like that to go. I haven't got an out time, by the way. Ed. Just need someone like that to say, uh, "This is this is it's brilliant." Banging. Need someone like you know, like Duncan Bannatyne or something who does follow me. Just need someone like like Bannatyne. Do you think they've muted you? Mm-hmm. Just he hasn't. No. Tweeted. No, 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 no for no. a long time, has he? No, he's, he's he's busy. He's had personal issues. He's busy. There we go. Thank you, C. Jester. He's just tweeted it to Simon Cow. C. Jester, how many followers has he got? Oh, 107. Well, Simon Cow's not going to listen to that. That's ridiculous. You, you should you should delete your account, C. Jester. I'm tempted to block you. Mm. Um. I'm tempted to block him for that. That's that in many Still, ways. You know, Simon Cow sees it. You could be Christmas that's number true. one. That's true. Well, Simon Cow could be at home. He's he's up because he's got the baby. Yeah. He'd be like, oh, I'm up because I've got the bloody the bloody baby and the nanny's off and a bloody baby. Wow. Oh, I'm so tired, but I can't sleep. Oh, it's on Twitter. Someone sent me this. What's this? So, Simon Cow got Simon Cow got to listen to this pal. It's effing amazing with three hearts. Ian Lee, I remember him from the nineties. What is me, me being a singing Billy? I'll have a, I'll have a little look at that. I mean, I'm sure, it's uh, probably nothing special, but I'll have a little look at that. There's nothing better to do with a bloody baby. What, what is it? Let's see. Uh, baby oh. Eric. Whoa! 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 The bloody hell! For the longest time. Whoa! That bit's good, actually. For the longest time. Do the Simon Cow voice. This is just amazing. Wow, that is quite simply you're through to boot camp. Talk radio, digital debate for the UK. Pick up your phone and talk radio. We'll get you talking. 